The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. I don't know. Is there anything to talk about today? <laughs> we'll figure out something. Uh, but it looks like the summer's almost over. I mean, what is this? It's, it's the middle of August already. And seems like we haven't done anything, but the summer's almost over. Uh, look, I'm going to go to the beach a couple of times, and that's that's my quota for the summer. But anyway, good morning and welcome to another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us as always for our Saturday morning get-together, get your coffee, and get ready to roll with this, I mean, never-ending situations here that we're faced with. Um, a little bit later on in the show, we have the one and only Joe Yakovich returning. Uh, Joe's going to come in here and straighten out our finances. That'll be at 11 o'clock this morning. But in between, we got a lot to talk about here. And, of course, the number in the studio, 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. That's our number here. A- anytime during the course of the show, if you want to call in, feel free to do that. I was all set to discuss how the Republicans can win in 2024. And then yesterday, and this always happens, I, I-, I prepare the show on Friday and I know what I'm going to talk about and then something happens and then I got to switch gears, but that's all right. So yesterday we got the news that seems to be a big factor in the race. Prosecutors with special counsel Jack Smith's team asked the judge Thursday to set a January 2nd trial date for President Trump's case, charging him with plotting to overturn the 2020 election. If U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin agrees with their proposal... The case against Trump would open right before the anniversary of the January 6th riot at the Capitol. The proposed date is also just under two weeks. Now, get this, two weeks before the first votes are set to be cast in the Republican presidential race with Iowa's first in the nation caucuses. Now, that's, I think, January 15th. So, uh, you think this is political? No, no, it's not. Of course not. So, as you might expect, Trump reacted angrily to the proposed trial date. In typical Trump fashion, he said, only an out-of-touch lunatic would ask for such a date one day into the new year and maximum election interference with Iowa. What do you think? Is this political persecution or simply justice being served? Prosecutors said in court papers that they want the case to move to trial swiftly in Washington's federal court. (laughs) Do you believe that? I don't. Rather, you know, this is clearly, and again, clearly a misuse 
of the justice system against Donald Trump. I think that's it. Now, here's an interesting stat. Since leaving the White House in January 2021, it seems like former President Trump is public enemy number one. Here's the, here's the count. You ready? 34 felonies by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. 40 felony counts in the investigation concerning classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. And let's throw in another four by special counsel Jack Smith in the January 6th incident. So all told, if you're keeping score, 78 felonies. 78. Could one man be so evil? I mean, it's like they're prosecuting the devil. (laughs) 78 felonies in three cases. By the way, you probably don't know this. Special counsel Jack Smith has a long history of mishandling investigations into prominent politicians. He had a conviction on bribery charges levied against former Virginia Governor Bob McConnell. And that, of course, was overturned by the Supreme Court. The justice system has gone out of their way, and we all know it. They have just continued and continued and continued to prosecute President Trump. And it looks like it's going to continue. But think about this now. January 2nd. Now, again, this is a proposed trial date. Uh, I I don't know if it's going to happen, but it, it may. You never know. But January 2nd, the trial starts. And the Iowa caucus is January 15th. So do you think that that's politically motivated? (laughs) Gee, it's it's just, it's an unbelievable thing. And then, of course, we're, we're going to talk later on about Hunter Biden. And it looks like they're finally getting around to doing justice for him. I mean, we have justice abuse on one end and now finally maybe maybe hunter biden's going to get prosecuted and and this is going to go to trial so you know that just happened last night we'll see on that one but but this thing against president trump a trial and then of course president trump says well you know if you come after me i'm going to go after you and now all of a sudden, oh, that's, you can't say that. You, oh, that's not right. That, that, that's, wait a minute. Is there, is there anything wrong with that? If, haven't you said that to somebody? If they come after me, I'm going to go after them. I'm sure you've said that many times in your life. I ha- I have, you know, in, in talking about disputes that, that happen all the time. But no, you can't say that if you're President Trump. Oh, no, that's that's uh, leaking uh, classified information or something, whatever they said. So this whole thing continues and it continues and it continues. And it's like they just throw stuff up against the wall and hopefully something sticks. 
And that's what they're trying to do here. And, and, and I really, I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't, I hope, I hope that they don't have a trial before the, and I don't see why they, they don't postpone the trial till after the election. But then again, that wouldn't solve the problem, wouldn't, wouldn't serve its purpose of affecting the election. And that's, that's apparently what the Justice Department and the Democrats and the Biden administration want to do. But now we'll see with Hunter Biden. I mean, you've got both candidates for 2024, uh, likely candidates, are going to be facing legal battles. This is too much. And, of course, President Trump is still ahead in the polls. So that's another reason why the Democrats need to do this. So it just continues and continues, and we'll see what happens. It's it's going to be very, very interesting. Without further ado, we bring in the one and only Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity. And uh, I believe they're having a business meeting today, at which time someone will propose a new clock for Seth Grossman. Uh, will that yes. happen? Well, I'm looking right at my digital watch that says it's 9-11 if you're listening on Saturday. So uh, I will watch it very closely. Okay. Uh, but but anyway, one of the things in our business meeting, of course, we'll be writing a, a check <laughs> to talk with a purpose. Uh, that gets approved every month, the second Saturday of the month of the business meeting. But we also have some discussion. And I'll be bringing my pocket constitution to the meeting. Because most uh, Americans know that the charges brought against Trump in New York are garbage. Uh, you know, basically, almost every prominent celebrity uh, or business owner in the country has at one time paid money to somebody uh, for some non-disclosure agreement so as not to talk about something embarrassing to the company uh, or something embarrassing to a, an, an executive of the company. And that's been routinely done in Hollywood and New York and every business. It's not right. And you could argue whether it should be a deductible business expense or not, but it's not a felony. Uh, and every American knows that. Uh, most Americans don't know that the um, indictments uh, right now over Trump, what he did on with, with January 6th, is e- equally garbage. And that's why I'm bringing the Constitution in. Because if you read Article 12 of the Constitution... Uh, it clearly says that the electors, when you, when you vote for president in November every four years, if you look at the fine print on your ballot, you're not voting for a president. You're voting for 14 electors in New Jersey who are pledged to vote, to, to vote for president. And, and those electors, after the election in November, uh, if you want to challenge the election, under New Jersey law and federal law, you have one week to file papers to challenge the election and the judge rules one way or the other. But then one month after the election on December 6th, these electors who were elected assemble in uh, the state capitals in New Jersey. They went to Trenton on December 6th and there they voted. And since the majority vote was for the Biden electors, they voted for Biden. And that's what they did. Uh, so that was the election. Now, what happens on January 6th? Well, Article 12 of the Constitution basically says that the electors in New Jersey and the other 49 states, they put the results of what they voted on and what they certified in sealed envelopes 
and they send them to the, what's called the seat of the government, where the vice president, who's also the president of the Senate, in the presence of everybody in Congress, opens up the, um, the sealed envelopes and counts them. Just the way when we used to have the Miss America pageant, you know, Bert Parks uh, opened up the uh, envelopes and said who was the first runner-up and the second runner-up in, in Miss America. Uh, Bert Parks did not pick Miss America. The judges did. Bert Parks just opened up the envelopes. So when you realize that all that happened on January 6th was a ceremonial event of the vice president opening up envelopes and counting votes that had already been certified the month before, the idea that Trump, um, whether he was right or wrong, by just telling his supporters, well, tell uh, Pence to do the right thing and, you know, and, and do this or do that, but don't, don't count, it, it didn't matter. Because if uh, Penn said, well, I don't feel like uh, counting votes from these states, uh, any lawyer six weeks out of law school would have gone to the first you know, judge in the first courthouse and would have ruled that uh, it wasn't up to Penn's to make that decision. So, so this whole indictment is nuts. But, you know, uh, this is what happens when you have a country uh, that, is, that knows every rule of a football game, every rule of a baseball game, but doesn't know or doesn't bother to read the Constitution that runs our country. So that's one of the frustrations uh, we have at Liberty and Prosperity. But again, if anyone questions what I'm saying, come to the meeting and I'll show my pocket Constitution. Read it for yourself. Sounds good. Meanwhile, the, uh, the climate, I think, think you'll find this interesting. Uh, because of there's you know, hot, heavy rains in Alaska and the fires in Hawaii, so more and more the left, the Democrats, the socialists are saying, see, we have to build those wind turbines because the, the climate change is, is ruining the, the planet and we've, we've got to change. Uh, and of course, part of climate change is rising seas. And I thought you'd be interested uh, to, to know what the 30 hottest real estate markets in America were during the past six months. Uh, the, uh, the numbers came from Philadelphia Business Journal and uh, NBC TV Channel 10 in Philadelphia. Uh, do you know what the three hottest real estate markets were in the entire country? Uh, or three of the top 30? Ocean City, New Jersey. <laughs> well, oh, close. It, it was Margate, Wildwood, and Rehoboth Beach. Huh. So if everybody is afraid of uh, the rising seas wiping out coastal communities, why would the most active real estate market and the highest prices be, or highest price increases be in Margate, Wildwood, and Rehoboth Beach. I, I thought that's interesting. Uh, and, and also, last week I said that if you want to understand where the left is going, um, you, you have to read their propaganda media, which is the, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and whatever they say are the top news stories, they're really not the top news stories. The top, they're the top news stories driving their political agenda for where they want it to be. And when you have uh, papers like that doing it, uh, it's also picked up by the online news, the Microsoft Bing, the Google News, the AOL News, um, you know, all those news sites. They all have like these six or seven top news stories, but they're really not the most important news stories. They're driving you to uh, a certain agenda. And I said last week, I was pleasantly surprised that for the first time ever, when they opened up that first nuclear power plant in, uh, in America built from scratch since 1979, 
in Augusta, Georgia, that Microsoft Bing uh, fi- figured in its top news uh, saying how wonderful this uh, nuclear reactor was, that that renewable energy is not the future, that, that, that wind turbines and solar panels don't work, that if we want to power up all those new electric cars, we better have nuclear reactors and we'd have to change the regulations to, uh, to do it. And, and that was last Friday. Um, but now, uh, and I thought it may have been a fluke, but Wednesday, that same Microsoft Bing uh, news had a, uh, it, its featured article was from the Irish Telegraph. In the Irish Telegraph, you have this. Uh, they quote this this you know expert in uh, in, in 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 power. He's a, he's an engineer, uh, and uh, he's, his his term is uh, that re- renewable energy is a quote foolish folly, uh, and that uh, the only green carbon free energy uh, that could you know power civilization in the future is nuclear energy. So you could see that the left is is getting on board. And another top environmental story uh, is that the mainstream media is shocked that in China, even though they're having floods in China this summer, there's no mention of climate change. And on the contrary, they're shocked that China is increasing its coal production uh, and building more um, you know, factories powered by coal. And, and isn't that shocking? Uh, so, uh, so that's <coughs> going on. And in the, the fight against wind turbines, uh, here in New Jersey, uh, until now, it has been the Republicans have been with, with Jeff Van Drew and the other Republicans have been fighting the uh, the, the building of the wind turbines uh, off the the coast of our, our off our beaches for all the same reasons we have in our postcards, the Liberty and Prosperity postcards. Um, but the Democrats were voting for it. But just a couple of days ago. Uh, the two top Democrats in New Jersey politics, besides Governor Murphy, uh, Nick Scutari, uh, the Senate president, a Democrat, Craig Coughlin, Assembly Speaker, a Democrat, wrote an open letter to uh, Governor Phil Murphy saying, slow down on these wind turbines because um, we, we're afraid of the effect it's going to have on tourism, on fishing, and how it's going to triple our electric bills and hurt our biggest industries because the the three leading industries in New Jersey are pharmaceuticals, tourism, and fishing, and those wind turbines threaten two of our top three industries. So the fact that Democrats are jumping on board, uh, that says something. And uh, the only Democrat who hasn't gotten a message, of course, is our own Atlanta County Democrat, Karen Fitzpatrick. Uh, she's a county commissioner, used to be a freeholder. Last week, she got substituted to be the Democratic candidate to run against Republican Vince Palestina for state Senate in this district. And of course, in her press release, she's saying that anyone who is opposing the wind turbines is a tool of the big oil companies or associated with right-wing extremist politicians. So uh, it seems Karen Fitzpatrick is getting a a little out of touch with her own party. Yeah, that's that's what I heard, too. So... It should be interesting. <laughs> and, 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 and meanwhile, this is like a footnote. I, I got my monthly bill from South Jersey Gas last week for $44.85. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty low bill because, you know, you don't use very much gas in the summer. Uh, right. At my office, I just use it to, you know, to wash my, my hands a couple of times. Um, so, so if you look at the breakdown of the bill, 
for my $44.85 bill, it was 51 cents for the gas I consumed, and it was like a dollar six uh, for the transportation, the pipeline to bring the gas to me. But it was $43 for a customer charge. And that customer charge used to be the, the just the bill for, you know, preparing the bills and, and, and maintaining an office. It used to be almost nothing in the summertime. But now it's like increased by $30. And what's that extra charge for? That's the money that's bailing out. Uh, the green energy that doesn't produce anything, this is where you're, you're paying for all these programs uh, that you think you're getting free stuff while you're paying for it in these customer charges. Uh, and also... So that um, so that Democrats and illegal immigrants, you know, who are living in the big cities, if they don't feel like paying their gas bill or electric bill, it doesn't matter because the government's going to pay their bill for them. So that's, you know, that's the uh, the new economy we have. Yeah, that, that's. Uh, wouldn't you like to have that deal? You don't pay the yeah. bill. That's all right. We won't shut you off. <laughs> yeah, we, we we no more shut offs. No more. You know. Uh, you know. If you if you if you don't feel like paying, just it's it's like when they have all these uh, bills with the high bills, they send you actually a form. Fill out this form so you could qualify for a new government program, and we'll take care of you. Uh, meanwhile, on a more serious note, uh, and, and this is a very painful subject, uh, in Ohio, on Tuesday, they had a referendum. Uh, dealing with the abortion issue, and it was a it was a constitutional change, but it really meant that if you were pro-abortion, you voted yes, and if you were pro-life or anti-abortion, you voted no. And uh, I believe the vote was something like fifty-eight percent to sixty percent pro-abortion, and forty percent uh, anti-abortion or pro-life. And this was the seventh state where you had a public vote in which anyone who, uh, any issue or any candidate that, that and this is after the, uh, the Dobbs decision, uh, any candidate or any Republican or for any reason said we need restrictions on abortion was clobbered at the polls. And uh, anyone who didn't want the government to get involved won a big victory. And so Ann Coulter wrote this essay in April uh, but she republished it, and it's uh, talked about a lot uh, a couple days ago, called The New Baby Killers. And it w- is warning uh, anyone who is really pro-life, uh, saying that if you bring this into the political arena, if you force candidates to pass laws, uh, if you ca- cause candidates to campaign on the abortion issue, you're doing nothing but guaranteeing the uh, overwhelming defeat and extinction of the Republican Party who would do this. So we have to really rethink what we're doing. We're not happy about it. We don't like about it. Uh, we don't like what's going on, but this is something we should be thinking about and talking about. And I don't know if uh, there's much been much discussion about that. Uh, it's uh, funny you, you mentioned that. I'm going to be talking about that later on in the show. Uh, uh, this is the danger that Republicans are facing because Democrats are going to make another issue out of this, and that's what cost them uh, the election in 22. So th- it was it was really the abortion thing. So here we go again. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a painful thing, and I would like to say we'll go to our Liberty and Prosperity website and read it, but I don't want to post it on our site until we talk it over at our business meeting at 9.30 uh, because, uh, you know, even though I'm often the spokesman for libertyandprosperity.com, uh, 
we have many, many opinions, and uh, we, we always like to do things with a consensus. You, you don't want to get in uh, trouble. <laughs> well, but, I, but I'm going to get in trouble with what I'm going to say now. Okay. Uh, now, without going into the Trump-DeSantis uh, issue as to who the better candidate is for the Republican Party, uh, one thing I think everybody should agree is that news should be news and not propaganda. And we see how awful and evil the Democratic mainstream media has been by giving us propaganda instead of news. And again, what's the definition of news? News is what gives you the most important facts so people can make intelligent decisions on what, uh, what's the right thing to do. And propaganda gives you a distorted picture of reality, uh, not necessarily by lying. I mean, because the most uh, deceptive propaganda tells the truth. Uh, they tell the truth about certain things, but they don't tell the truth or don't report news of stuff that's even more important to give people a distorted view. So we've seen how, what this has done with the Democrats. And sadly, I think we have the same propaganda uh, and same distorted news coming out of conservative media namely Fox News and uh, Newsmax. And I want to give you a perfect example. Last Thursday, right on this station, uh, you, you have Fox News Radio. And it was a typical uh, report. Uh, I think it was the 1.30 bottom of the hour news break. And here's what the story was. It said, Trump said he would not make a loyalty oath to support the Republican candidate for president if he did not get the nomination. However... Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, and other Republican candidates agreed to support the ultimate Republican nominee, right? Sounds like a, a typical, you know, short news story, except uh, Governor Ron DeSantis wasn't mentioned. Why did they mention Nikki Haley, who is basically not even a serious candidate, and they leave out uh, Ron DeSantis, who has, you know, the most campaign funds, the biggest organization, the biggest activity in Iowa, um, and in the polls, uh, he and Vivek Ramaswamy are at the top. So why did they do that? Uh, was that propaganda? And let me just tell you um, three top news stories, actually four, that didn't even get mentioned uh, in the conservative media. Uh, you have 10 Republican congressmen from Florida now campaigning for Trump in Iowa. Well, that's an interesting news story. But another interesting news story is how did those 10 Republican congressmen get there? Because, um, the, 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 you know, you never had 10 Republican congressmen from Florida before. You got them because Ron DeSantis did this campaign to completely redistrict the, the districts in Florida so that it was able to, you know, so Florida could elect that many conservative or Republican congressmen. So uh, no mention of DeSantis's role in getting those Republicans elected or the fact that, the, that there's been a lot of talk about DeSantis being disloyal. Well, what about the Republican congressman that DeSantis got elected? Uh, no talk about there. But even a bigger story is, you know, we're reading about uh, how the George Soros appointed prosecutors are destroying America in New York, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Los Angeles, uh, Portland, Oregon. Well, you had the George Soros prosecutor in Orlando, Florida, and you had a massive crime wave there. And uh, it, it turns out that Ron DeSantis removed that prosecutor, and that prosecutor had been elected 
with $2.2 million from a George Soros uh, slush fund. So, uh, but that did not get mentioned anywhere. Uh, nor did uh, what uh, DeSantis did at a new college in Sarasota, Florida, which is now like Hillsdale, uh, or the way he took uh, the critical race theory and the uh, pornography out of the uh, elementary schools. And I'm out of time. I looked at my clock. LibertyandProsperity.com. I don't want to, you know, I'm already in, 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 you know, across the boundaries. So anyway, go to everything I wanted to get to, but didn't get to LibertyandProsperity.com. It's on the site and uh, including uh, at the air show, there'll be a, a demonstration uh, against the wind turbines there, and that's posted in the events section of our site. So um, have a great week, and thank you. Thank you, Seth. Seth Grossman, libertyandprosperity.com is the website. And, of course, Liberty and Prosperity, a good organization. And uh, you may want to, if you haven't joined already, you may want to join, and uh, it's it's worthwhile. I'm John DeMassey. It's Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll get started with uh, Bob and maybe you and maybe a few others. We'll see. It's uh, Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Coming back after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. All right, we're going to get started here. Talk with a purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Let's get started. Bob and Kate May. Bob, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, good morning, John. Uh, look, uh, you know, Seth brings up a bunch of great topics here. You know, one, one, Karen Fitzpatrick, She give her credit, she came on your show. But, man, when she was on your show, we knew right away she was a shill for Norstead. I, I wonder how much money Norstead is pumping into her campaign. Uh, her talking points came straight from Norstead's website. No yeah. doubt about yeah. it. That's one thing. Uh the other thing Seth spoke about was Mike Pence, and yeah, I agree, he, he was put in an impossible situation. I don't think it was fair to call him a traitor, uh, but but I do totally disagree with, with Pence and a lot of the anti-Trump Republicans about the election being rigged. The election was rigged in 2020, and not necessarily by voting machines, and not that we have smoking gun evidence, but when you put it all together, 
Oh, man, it, it, it's pretty clear what happened. Examples I'm giving you here. In Pennsylvania, the Secretary of State illegally changed the voting laws. Uh, only the state legislature could change voting laws in in Pennsylvania and in most states of the country. I think it, was, it may even be in our, con- our national constitution that only state legislators can change voting laws, not governors, not secretaries of state. So that was that was a valid argument the Trump people had, and you know again I'm I'm not in, the, in Trump's corner. I'm just trying to tell the truth here about this. It Wisconsin, Wisconsin, five of the largest counties were taken over by Democrat operatives financed by Mark Zuckerberg and his Zuckerbuck. So the voting process was controlled by the county clerks. They were replaced by Zuckerberg operatives. Uh, it's clear, it, it's, this, this is not, not opinion. Uh, there was a Wisconsin Supreme, a retired Supreme Court justice that investigated this, and there were his conclusions. He had smoking gun evidence that Zuckerberg and his operatives controlled the election process there in the most populous counties in Wisconsin. That was a very close state. They they turned that state. They turned that state to Biden. So, again, it's 2024. I know we need to look forward. Okay. And final point I'm, I'm going to make here is, is January 6th. And if anybody wants to, to get a real perspective about the shenanigans, the, the, you know, if you need to listen to Tucker Carlson had a long form one hour interview that was scheduled to air April 24th with Stephen Sund, who was the ex-police chief of the Capitol Police. What happened to that interview? Well, it never aired, and it's, and Tucker Carlson got fired on on August 24th. Yeah. But there is a new interview now. Tucker made a new interview because Fox owned that that April 24th interview. Tucker made a new interview. It was released yesterday with Stephen Sun, the ex-Capitol Hill police chief who was made the scapegoat for allowing January 6th to happen. Well, it tells you all you need to know about the the conspiracy that was unleashed against President Trump, and it need not have happened. It totally need not have happened. That, that police chief wanted the National Guard there. He was refused by Nancy Pelosi and and her sergeant of arms. This was days before the, the, the riot. All sorts of intelligence was available. It was, it was not given to this police chief, though. It was not given to the D.C. police commissioner. Who knew about all this intelligence? The FBI. The chief of the FBI field office had numerous phone calls with, with this police chief never told them about the intelligence that they had that there was going to be big trouble january 6th never told them about that uh the general milley military intelligence knew that there was trouble big trouble brewing for january 6th what did milley do he wouldn't allow the national guard to be deployed what did milley do 
he sent National Guard troops to protect the homes of the generals in D.C. Never sent them to the Capitol. Uh, when fighting started around 1 o'clock, this D.C., Cap- the Capitol Hill police chief, his pleas for help were ignored. Yeah. Totally ignored. Yeah. The fighting started at 1 o'clock. The National Guard didn't get there till 6 p.m., till it was all over with. Wow. The New Jersey State Police beat the National Guard to D.C. They got there before the National Guard. And the armory, there were, there were, there were like about 200 National Guard troops deployed within eyesight of the Capitol. They were told to stand down. They were sent back to their armory on the other side of D.C. They finally got there. The, 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 the National Guard finally got there, as I said, around 6 o'clock. So, oh, you know, boy. I, I really think everybody ought to try to listen to that interview. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's it, it amazing. really is. Hey, Bob, thanks, thanks a right. lot for that thorough call. Really, he laid it all out there. Talk with the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. A rare, rare moment in the show where we have a couple of open lines. Boy, that's unusual. 609-407-1450 is the number. 609-407-1450. We will get back to more of today's Talk with the Purpose in just a moment. But first, we talk about no controversy here it is B.F. Mazio. And let me tell you how fussy I am. And people have accused me of being fussy with food. But I got to tell you, I normally do my shopping at Mazio on Saturday after the show. But yesterday I said, you know, I'm not going to the supermarket and get watermelon because I don't usually like it. But I like when I get it at B.F. Mazio because it's very sweet. So I went and bought a whole watermelon at B.F. Mazio yesterday. So I don't have to buy the one at the supermarket. But, you know, that that has happened quite often where I get something at the supermarket and it's just not as good as B.F. Mazio. B.F. Mazio is the finest fresh fruit and produce you will find anywhere. And, of course, it's not just fruit and produce. It's baked goods. It's prepared foods. It's gift baskets. And I'll tell you what. There are so many gourmet items. I saw yesterday. I, I went into the uh, went into the freezer so that I could tell you a few of the things. But they have these these grass fed uh, hamburgers. So they're they're and they have a, a variety of gluten free products in their freezer. So there's all kinds of things that you probably didn't know they had. But check it out for yourself. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield, and online at bfmazio.com. And, of course, if you're still going to have this barbecue, and I know my niece uh, sent me a text yesterday. We're uh, having an event on Labor Day weekend, and she said, can you help me out? Of course. But you know where I'm going to (laughs) go, B.F. Mazio. You know, with with all kinds of salads and things that they will custom make for you. It's that simple. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. Stop in there and tell them John DeMassey sent you. We will come back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. <laughs> 
If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, sunny to partly cloudy, hot and humid. High up to 90. An evening thunderstorm on the way. Otherwise, partly cloudy, humid tonight. Low 73. Partly sunny and hot tomorrow. If you're outdoors doing stuff, stay hydrated. High up to 93 to wrap the weekend. Not as hot on Monday, though, with intervals of clouds and sunshine. A thunderstorm in the afternoon. High 85. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back here on Talk With a Purpose. And if you would like to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net. People always tell me, you don't give out your email often enough. Well, I'm going to give it out now. jdadv1 at comcast.net. That is how you email me. And we get a lot of emails and we take them all on. Pro, con, whatever. JDADV1 at Comcast.net. Let's go to the phones again. Al in Corbin City. Al, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you doing? Good. Uh, what I want to, I was listening to a talk about the, uh, uh, the last caller. The, you know, you, did you forget about the fact that in Georgia, after, um, they put throughout the uh, people that were observing for for Trump, uh, for the Republican Party, and brought boxes and put uh, um, uh, paper over the windows so people could not see what was being done. Yeah, yeah and they brought boxes yeah. of, of ballots in in Georgia that uh, they weren't, and all the ones that were not that were accepted that didn't even have signatures and. It, it, it was rampant, absolutely rampant. Yeah, and, yeah. And and why do you think they are so pissed at, at Donald Trump? Because of the fact he keeps calling this this an illegitimate president, and he's absolutely right. Because what they did to get get that uh, to win the election, and you know what, seeing the fruits of their their labor, they've tearing this country apart. Yeah. And if, if, if Donald Trump doesn't get in, or we don't have a, a, a conservative get in, we're done. Yeah, I agree. Another four I years agree. of this, yeah, this, we're, this, we're done. This is horrible. Yeah. I, I, All right, listen, have a great day. You God too. Bless. You too. Thanks, Al. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I um, I think that Biden is an illegitimate president, not because necessarily of the vote, but I think he's just lousy as a president. So that's what that's what makes me say he's illegitimate. I mean, I mean, can you believe it? 
I mean, just when you when you hear him talk and you see him, uh, all, all the all the things that we've seen. I mean, uh, that's presidential. I mean, they talked about Trump. He did say some things, but this guy, I mean, he's he's out there. And uh, let's not talk about Hunter. All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. Jenny and Abseek, and Jenny, you're in Talk with a Purpose. Good morning. Hey, good morning. I bet you're extra, extra happy you moved out of Ocean City today because the mayor and the council just doubled their salaries. Oh, yes, I saw that. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm glad oh. I moved out. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> well, Can you imagine? Uh, and they yeah. were comparing themselves to, first of all, I consider Ocean City a seasonal town. Yes. Any way you want to slice That's it or right. dice it. That's right. Same with CIL, same with, um, uh, what are you, what's the other one? Um, Avalon, Stone Harbor, all of those. Yeah, yeah. Avalon, Stone Harbor. You know, they're, they're seasonal towns. They're yeah. very, very seasonal. Yeah. So when you become a mayor or a council person in those towns, it's a very, very sporadic part-time job. Yes. You can't compare yourself to Marty Small in Atlantic City. It's a full, it's a full-time uh round the clock. That's right. Uh, job in Atlantic City. Not that I'm crazy about Marty Small at all, but it is what it is. Yes. Well, so, he, he he's I, I, what you're saying is I think Jenny, he's a real mayor in a real town with real problems and those other guys, you know, it's like a country club, you know. Exactly. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. And, exactly right, John. And plus the and, fact, uh, Gillian, uh, I mean, he he has come from money. I mean, I think this is the third generation of Gillians uh, who, who have right. been involved in Ocean City. So, I mean, he shouldn't he shouldn't be needing any more money. Exactly. <laughs> he don't need and anything. You've got to go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. He he, he doesn't need anything. I mean, he, he's uh, wealthy, so. Exactly. Uh, Mayor of Port Republic doesn't take a salary or something like a dollar a year. I mean, come on. You can do this and prove your worth to the town. You don't have to, you know, uh, bleed the taxpayers dry. And I I think it's very, very sad. Yes. For example, Summers Point Mayor and Council, that's a full-time job. Yes. Uh, Yes. You know, know, the other towns that that are not seasonal towns. And this is just very, very sad. You've got, you know, it's just not right to gouge the public like this. They're being hit over the head and slapped between the eyes with the windmills now. And now this, everybody's worried about the windmills. So now they stuck their double their salary raise now. Gillian's going to get like 40,000 a year (laughs) uh, for what, going to a couple meetings. And the council people are going to get, I think, their salaries are doubled as well. What do they get? Uh, I, I, or? Yeah, something like that. Uh, I, no, I, I don't 10. know exactly, exactly but... Uh, yeah. Okay, but I'm sure somebody will call yeah, in and yeah. tell us. But, but, but it's a disgrace. Yeah, While it everybody is. was distracted by the windmill debacle, this is what they do. Snuck that in. Snuck that in good. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Yes. Jenny, thanks for okay, the call. Thank you. Thank Jeff. you. Appreciate it. Talk for the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll talk to John after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. Wow, hour number one rapidly coming to a close. 
We'll uh, have more of that after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company. And we have an update on the salaries. <laughs> oh boy, I wish wish radio was like this. Uh, so the council went from ten to twenty thousand a year. That's the, the the Ocean City Council, and the mayor went from twenty to forty. You know how you double your salary when you're in radio? You don't. <laughs> That's as simple as that. Oh. I, I think I'm going to choose a, a different path in my next life, all right? Talk with the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Hey, why Rob Banks become a politician? That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The only person that was killed in cold blood on January 6, 2021 was Ashley Babbitt. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to bring up the fact that she was an Army veteran, but she wasn't dressed in Army fatigue. She wasn't pumped up on methamphetamine. She never ran but like between her teeth, and she wasn't charging the police with an AK-47. She's wearing her mommy clothes, and she slipped in through a dilapidated window of the Capitol building. And by the by, the Capitol building is a really cool-looking building, man. It really is, but it's not sacred. What's sacred is our, is our Constitution is being trampled upon every day by these politicians. Yeah. That's how I feel about it all. But, anyway, this is on directed energy. Directed energy weapons such as lasers using field energy fired at the speed of light. These weapons can produce force that ranges from deterrent to damaging to destructive. Many countries, including the U.S., are researching their use. Forget about researching their use. The government's 50 years ahead of us all the time. So they're already operative as far as I'm concerned. And uh, regarding those Northern California fires, it was, it was um, the, the, the captain of the uh, fire department, the fire captain of California, Northern California, the, the uh, lead, the, the leader of all those different um, fire departments that had to show up to put those fires out, had said he saw lasers being used to start the fires. He said he saw it. So was he was he was he drunk? I don't think so. Was he hallucinating? I don't think so. Uh, maybe it was lightning. No, I don't think so. But uh, they're describing that fire in Maui as resembling an explosion. Now, we're not a part. It's a different day and age. My road car glasses have been smashed so many times, I refuse to put them back on. They're, not, they're, they're, they're in pieces by this point, you know. It is a new paradigm. It is the 21st century. And if nobody believes that there's a, a, a what's it called, um, a, 
silent weapons for quiet wars. So if you don't think that that's going on, that we're actually under attack by a shadow government, then you're naive. What can I say? Thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. Well, he's he's right about that. I, huh. Alan Corbin City. Al, good morning. Welcome back. Yeah, um, I'm, I was a councilman for two terms at, in uh, Corbin City. Yes. And we received a whole thousand dollars a year. <laughs> yeah. And, we, and we, were, we were required to take the money because uh, some state regulation that, uh, that if we didn't, we wouldn't be able to get any funding from the state. Yeah. Because uh, none of us. So, so I mean, that, and that's, that was the council, the, the mayor. We only have one full-time employee, okay? That's it. Everybody else is part-time. And, you know, we, we tried to sit there and actually uh, at one point uh, join with uh, uh, Upper Township. But, they number one, we're because of the river, we're Atlantic County instead of Cape May County. Even yeah, though yeah. Everything. We send all our students to Ocean City High School and middle uh, uh, and uh, upper township schools, you know. But that being said, that's the way it is. And dealing with the bureaucracy is ridiculous. And for that, for for Ocean City to do that, yeah, is a spit in the face of every one that's of the taxpayers right. there. That's right. You know, you know, if it wasn't for all those houses that sit empty all winter long, and so come summer, I mean, let's face the population triples, okay? Yes. Because of all the, all the summer homes down there. Yes. But those summer homes pay uh, taxes, or year-round taxes. Yes. Okay? They have no, uh, so, and they don't have, I mean, they don't have any problems like Atlantic City or yeah. Pleasantville. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, come on. Yeah. I, I, what, why do they need a yeah. full-time mayor and council? Yeah. It's, it's it's ridiculous. It's a country club job. <laughs> that's what that's, you better believe it. That's what Remember it is. It? And it, you know the thing about it is, is they think we're this stupid, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, legacy media is destroying itself. Nobody even believes it half the time anymore, and it's a shame that people don't turn to alternative sources, which they are actually. Yeah. More and more people are getting their information from. The, uh, the web pages and stuff like that, but you know, you got to be. You have to understand if you where your sources are coming from. To make sure that you're hearing the truth. Yeah. Have a have a wonderful day. You too, Al. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Well, that that's about right for a town and a council. I mean, it's a part time job. It's not a full time job. I mean, Ocean City. What what do they have to worry about? <laughs> I mean. The property values in Ocean City, I mean, I can't believe, you know, I wish, I wish, you know, Jenny said, you should be glad you moved out of Ocean City. But, you know, I had property there, and if I would have kept it, it would have been worth millions. <laughs> I, I should have. But, you know, to double your salary is really a slap in the face. Right. Atlantic City and, and Pleasantville, they have problems. You know, Marty Small has a tough, tough job. But this thing here with... <laughs> I mean, I, I've known people and, of course, one name comes to mind, Joe Durallo, who was always involved in, in town government. And, uh, you know, I remember him telling me, yeah, they get a 1000 they get 2000 whatever they get. 
But that's peanuts. But that's the way it should be. So I I don't understand. It's well, yeah, I do understand. They can vote for a raise. <laughs> they should work in radio. All the politicians should work in radio. What paid? You want to get overtime? Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, coming up, hour number one looks like it's uh, rapidly coming to a close. Hour number two, we're going to talk about that uh, abortion issue in Ohio, and uh, Seth touched on it a little bit. But I'm going to talk about that. Uh, we can talk about Hunter Biden. Uh, we can talk about uh, the George Floyd issue because one of the uh, officers, the final officer, uh, got jail time this week. So we'll talk about that and uh, a few other things. But it's, it's all on the table. So feel free to call in at, uh, after the break. 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Hour number one, yes, it's in the books. And hour number two is on the way. And you know what we say. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City WENJHD3 Millville a town square media station WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450 Now the host of Talk with a Purpose John DeMassey Our number two Talk with a Purpose every Saturday 9 till noon WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and as the man said, I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us as always. And as always, our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. A lot to talk about in this hour. And don't forget Joe Yakovich coming in at 11 o'clock this morning. So we'll uh, look forward to that. Do you remember the so-called red wave that didn't happen in last November's election? You remember that? Yeah. Oh, the Republicans, they're going to, oh, they're going to take the House. They're going to take the Senate. They're going to, well, they took the House by what, two or three or whatever it was. Why it didn't happen? Mostly because the Democrats and even Senator Lindsey Graham, who shot his mouth off too much, they helped in the cause. The Democrats did a good job of focusing on one issue, and that was abortion. You remember that? I said, oh, they're taking away your abortion, your, your, your rights, and then they're going to take away your liberties, and then they're going to take away this and that. What? You know, you know, but the people bought it. True to form, the Republicans did nothing to stop it. They had people so scared, Democrats were saying, the next thing you know, they'll take away your freedoms. Now, now, is that ridiculous or what? 
That was purely, simply rhetoric. That's all it was. But it worked. That's it, it worked. And the question is, will it work again? I think we have to seriously look at this issue and say it may work again. And now I'm going to talk about what Seth was uh, referring to earlier. Last Tuesday, abortion wasn't technically on the ballot in Ohio's special election. But the overwhelming defeat of a measure that would have made it tougher to enshrine abortion rights in the state constitution this fall was the latest indicator that the issue remains a powerful force at the ballot box. Huh. You see? You see what happens? There was a record turnout in Ohio for what's a sleepy election in the dog days of August. And it's probably going to happen again in Ohio. So this is what I'm saying. If you expose a weakness in an opponent, let's let's use the sports analogy. Let's say an opponent is particularly weak against a certain thing. And let's use baseball. Let's say the the team that you're going against can't hit the curveball. What are you going to do? You're going to throw them a lot of curveballs, right? Once in a while, you may mix in a pitch or two, but you're going to throw them a lot of curveballs. So this is what I'm saying. The Democrats are very good at this game. And the Republicans, I hate to say this, but the Republicans stink at it. So what they should do is fight back. And I've said this before, fight back and say, well, wait a minute. This isn't about this election isn't about abortion. It's about the economy. It's about immigration. It's about all the things that Biden has ruined in this country. And you heard Al say earlier, if we get another four years of this, forget it. We're done. So we really got to fight hard because the Democrats are going to make it. Oh, they're going to take the Republicans are taking away your freedoms. And it starts with abortion. Can you see that? Like, yeah, I, I can hear it now. I can hear it now. That's... Oh, well. Talk about the purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Of course, we'll talk more about that and uh, some other things as well. But uh, we're going to go to the phones. Bob again and Kate May. Bob, welcome back. Hey, John. My uh, my my phone's acting a little weird, so I may have to call you back. But look, uh, <clears throat> this issue with abortion here, nothing, nothing... You know, is, is a greater example than what happened in Madison, Wisconsin. In 2022 and this recent election they had for the Wisconsin Supreme Court, voter turnout in the most liberal city in Wisconsin, in Madison, was 80 percent. Okay. And in 22, it didn't go the Republicans' way. In 23, the Wisconsin Supreme Court was flipped from longtime Republican to Democrat. Yeah. And the point of Ann Coulter's article that, that Seth brought up is that 
if we if we insist on on forcing the abortion issue to the forefront now i'm very anti-abortion i think it's terrible but we have to be we have to take incremental steps we have to change change people's hearts and minds we cannot legislate this because the country is not there no and if we insist on this we're going to have democrat super majorities they're going to bring back row yep the abortion centers will open up right and left so that's the whole point of, of what Seth and Ann Calder were, were talking about, and you know we, we and, and Lindsey Graham needs to be viewed as what he is. Yes, he's a leftist saboteur who per, yeah. per, parades as a as a Republican, yeah. and you know I I just wonder about his his you know persuasion. I want to call his gender because a lot of people in our in our in conservative circles call him lady graham okay who's <laughs> uh, very very effeminine in many ways yeah uh but so you know the, again uh yeah we cannot make abortion the number one issue in this country right now in the conservative movement because we are going to get clobbered yes that's, that's right reality that, that's right yeah. Uh, look, one final point before my phone dies. In New Jersey, uh, unless the voters realize that out-of-control spending is com- directly correlated with huge, horrible taxes, we're never going to get this under control here. No. We had a candidate in 2004 that ran against that creep, Jim McGreevy, named Brett Schundler, who was going to put a cap on, on state spending, but also on a cap on local spending. And this guy, Brett Schindler was a great man. He never got supported by the, the yeah. Republican establishment in, in this, okay? And I will tell you, in Cape May here, they're going to spend about $25 million on a new firehouse that's almost done. It's an edifice. And a new police building. Jeez. When in West Cape May, a mile and a half away... They've got a huge facility that would have worked for both communities. Yep. They're using it now. They're, the police and firemen are using it now. We've had no issues. Okay, they're using it now while they're building their 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 twenty five million dollar building here in town. <laughs> okay, so we will never get spending under under control. No, okay, no. we will never do it in this in in this state. That's why people are moving the floor. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I hey, hope Bob. I came through. Yeah, you did. You did. About to die. Yeah, you did. Thanks, Bob. Thanks for the call. As I always say, your tax dollars hard at waste. $25 million when you got a perfectly good building a mile away. Well, that's typical. Oh, we, we got to have a new firehouse and a new police building. You know, this, this, when I had my office in Hamilton, they went through this too. Oh, we got to have a town hall. We got to have a new one. Oh, we got to. I mean, they spent money. At, I mean, it was ridiculous how much money they spent. But, it, no, it's never going to end. It's never, never going to end as long as we have these politicians in office. Steve in Absecon Island. Steve, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hi, John. Always a good program. Thank you, sir. I, you're welcome. I was giving it some thought about um, political influence, and we see it a lot in um, lately anyway. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a scenario, and then I and I'm throwing this out to your audience as well as to you, 
uh, because I think it, it's germane to the topics of today. So let's say under this scenario, I'm a contractor. Yes. Foreign or domestic, it makes no difference. Right. And I want the U.S. government to hire my company to build roads, an infrastructure project, for example, in a third world country. Yeah. In, in order to win the contract, <coughs> excuse me, I contribute money to either or all political influencers or decision makers by way of the outlined access scenarios that I'm going to outline. Now, I believe it's a win-win for everyone. Residents of the third world country get the roads they need for progress. Employees of the contracting company get money for their work. And the United States gets the minerals for its infrastructure projects. Yes. Assume this. Assume this. The three political influencer decision-maker access scenarios. You start a 5013C nonprofit charity. Your son or daughter is the CEO. Think Hillary Clinton or Chelsea. Yes. Number two. You are a candidate for office. Your son or daughter is the campaign manager. Think Donald Trump and Eric and Ivanka. And number three, you are in office seeking a new term or new political position. Your son or daughter is a lobbyist. Think Joe Biden and the Hunter combination. Now, under all three scenarios, under all three of these access scenarios, you are either in office, were in office, or seeking in office. You are always promoting yourself for the next election cycle or for the next political position. A third world country has abundance of minerals that our country lacks, and we need and desire it for our own infrastructure projects. Think lithium batteries and China, right? They have a lot of lithium minerals over there. We can get the minerals required by the project by taking it by force, which we're not going to do, trading for it, or subsidizing their country with taxpayer U.S. money and gold. So I ask you, John, and I ask the audience, which scenarios are illegal, if any, and why? And in addition to their political salaries, should politicians be permitted to seek remuneration for their for their influence decisions or non-decisions? I mean, because after all, that's what we're talking about, yes, right? Yes, yes. Well, well, no, they shouldn't, but they do. So that, that's your answer to that. You know. so why is it illegal? I mean, they're, they're, I mean, is it, should it be illegal or should it not be illegal? If it's illegal, then they should only just get their salaries and, and they make decisions based only on their salaries. But, but, these, but these three scenarios that these conduits to access have outlined are all legal. You can, I can give money to a lobbyist and then he could ask, you know, any of the senators or congressmen or the, or the president, hey, I think we should hire this company to do the work. That's legal, right? Yes, yes. That's legal. Uh, if you're a camp, and, you're, and if, you're, if you're running for office and you hire your son or daughter to be a campaign manager and I provide money for that campaign and your son or daughter gets a salary from it, that's legal, is it not? Yeah, yeah. And if you start a 5013C profit like the Clinton Foundation and I'm a big contractor and I want somebody to influence so that I get I get top nod for the contract and I give money for that file that's legal is it not? Yeah. So 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 what are we talking about here John? What what is the pro you know I I was giving it a lot of thought and I'm saying either they're all guilty of the same nonsense or they're not look at the problem with 
that they discovered with the secret documents. Yeah. Everyone has them. Yeah. So they're either all guilty or they're not guilty. Yeah. You can't have, you can't pick and choose winners and looters, losers. We always say that, right? But yeah. we seem to be doing it over and over again. Yeah. Well, we pick Trump as the, as the, as the scapegoat, but, uh, yeah, they all do it. Yeah. You're right. They all do it. It's like, you know what it's like, Steve? It's like, uh, Let's say a town has a speed limit of 30 miles an hour and you constantly go 45, maybe even 50 and you don't get a ticket. Well, <laughs> it, it, it is illegal to go over the speed limit by 20 miles, but uh, the, the cops, they don't bother with that. So I, I know, guess I, it's a, yeah, one of those things. Uh, yeah, I, I, no, I, I hear I hear your argument and it's and it's a valid argument. But to Seth's. To Seth's point that, you know, we don't follow the rules of the Constitution similar. So we should be following the rules to a, like a baseball game follows the rules. Yes. But rules of a baseball game are enumerated and they're unwavering. Yes. They're, they're typically binary results, right? They're either you're, you're, you're safe or you're yeah, out. That's right. That's right. Okay. It's either a foul ball or it's in play. Right. But the Constitution and speed limits, there's a lot of wiggle room. Don't you, don't you yeah, see I, that? Yeah, I, I, do, I do agree with that. But, you know, until we all start to follow it then and we continue in this path, it's, it's going to be like this. We're going to have this discussion all the time. Was, was, and, Bob, and, and your last caller, Bob, he, he brings up so many terrific points about the spending. Yes. And I talk about taxation, uh, you know, how they tax us on yeah. what we own and what we use and, and what we earn. And, and, and you, you can't, I said this, I think last week about the, the three legs of a school. Yeah. You know, you have taxes, resources and, and voting and you can't get taxes down unless you get the spending down. That's right. Right. You can't, you can't, and, and they're always going to spend money because people are always asking for influence and in order and the influence comes by virtue of money. Yeah. So unless so unless you get rid of these scenarios, the lobbying and the and you know you can't hire your own family for campaign as a campaign manager or you can't open up a uh, charity uh, you know and put your son or daughter to to get a See that's how the that Yeah. Yeah. You know that's uh, why I believe Hunter, it was a bridge too far for them. If they would have yeah. just opened up the five hundred one three C and yeah. just had the, maybe they they would have got away with it. But yeah, they, they, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, influence corruption, you know, euphemism. It's really not corruption if it's legal, right? Yeah, it's it, it's it's true. Steve, a a good call as usual. Thanks for the call, and uh, we got to move on. We're, we're up against the clock, as always. It's it's radio. You're up against the clock. Talk with a purpose is the show Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. I'm John DeMassey. We have Greg, Roscoe, Roger, and John in that order. Uh, we'll get to all of you after the break. But first, Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll get back to more of the show in just a moment. But first, I got to tell you, the Lexus is in the shop. 
<laughs> and Chris said to me this morning, uh, you're slumming, aren't you? <laughs> well, it's a rental car, and they gave me brand X. I mean, brand Y. I mean, brand Z. I would, Who knows what it is? But anyway, uh, so I won't have the Lexus for a couple of weeks. Uh, had a little accident, and it's in the shop. And so... Well, what could I tell you? <laughs> I can talk about Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT, uh, and online at aclexus.com. And now more than ever, I realize how good of an automobile Lexus is because I'm driving something else, which is not as good. So it just really points out all the things that I've been saying for years about Lexus and Lexus of Atlantic City. Uh, it is now the Golden Opportunity Sales Event happening at Lexus of Atlantic City and will be happening until Labor Day. So you can take advantage of some special deals, special financing. It is all, I mean, everything special at Lexus of Atlantic City. 3169 Fire Road in EHT uh, might be a good day. It's not exactly a great beach day. So uh, maybe uh, this morning you go over and you test drive uh, Alexis. Why not? And uh, maybe you'll test drive too. But whatever you do, you will find an excellent, excellent automobile. Consistently rated in the top three uh, as far as uh, customer satisfaction and all of the things that people survey you on. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road, EHT. Stop in, ask for Helen. She's an outstanding salesperson. And yes, Helen, I am considering the SUV, and that's probably going to be my next vehicle. The lease is up in a couple of months. Wow. Boy, time flies when you're having fun. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road, and EHT. Online at aclexus.com. Coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Traffic backs up a lot on Atlantic Avenue in Margate and West Avenue in Ocean City these days. These streets now have only one lane of traffic in each direction instead of two. Woke Democrats in Washington and Trenton call this a road diet. They bribe towns to do this by paying for new streets. They want to punish people who use cars. They hate when Americans are free to drive where and when they want. They want us to live like we're in China. This is against our Constitution. But who complains when somebody else pays for something we want? That's why our federal government is now $31,000 billion in debt. Our dollar has less value each day. Learn the details and what we can do about it. Visit libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. libertyandprosperity.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450, our number here in the studio. Let's talk to Greg and Abseek. And Greg, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Mr. Massey, good morning. Morning, sir. President Trump, I said this before, and nothing is changing. He's being killed by a thousand cuts. Yep. Our country is going through it right now simultaneously. We're not recognizing it, but it's happening. Yeah. And our Democrats, they keep throwing up these shiny coins and objects that we keep picking up yeah. on, keeping our eye off the prize. Right now, it's, and nothing's changing. 
Yeah. It, it, it remains the same, and we keep doing the same thing, and we keep saying, wow, aren't they really good at what they do? Yeah, I, I, I thought that too. You know, it's like, boy, you know, you would figure if, if let's use sports. If you're a coach or a manager of a, of a team and you consistently lose to the other team, you, you analyze it. You say, well, what are they doing better than we're doing? And, and you know, the Republicans, don't seem to change. They don't seem to analyze, what, what, you know, why are you focusing on abortion? It costs you, uh, it really costs you the Senate, and it almost costs you the Congress, but you only won by a couple of votes, and and you don't do anything about it, you know? Right. And, the, uh, and the Democrats are counting around a low rate now. Yeah. You can't wish on anyone. Yeah. Everything they've touched, they've turned to mud. Yeah. Yeah, and that's we true. We don't hear about it yeah, anymore. That's right. We're hearing about abortion. Yeah, that's a, well, yeah, yeah. And and then every group has their own little bucket that yep. they bring in. Yep. Wanting this and wanting that, and everybody is going off in different directions. Yep. Not the Democrats. Everybody is in lockstep. <laughs> Nothing changes with them. I tell you, and yeah. we're going to become more like them. Forget about it. No, you're right, Greg. That's not going to happen. You're you're right, Greg. Hey, Greg, thanks for the call. That's that's really (laughs) well said. Well said. But maybe we can change. I mean, don't you get get off this thing? You know, you should be saying, "Hey, this isn't about abortion. That this election isn't about abortion." I mean, how many issues can we bring up? We can bring up, a, I mean, right away, inflation, right away, your values. I read a statistic. Now, you're ready for this? In Philadelphia, if you were to buy a starter home, you would need 13000 more this year than you would have last year. And if I were the Republicans... I would hammer that home. You want your dollar to be worth less? It's going to be worth less if we have another four years of this. So it's 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 just obvious what it is, and they don't. The Republicans don't focus on that, and it's it's simple. It's it's very simple, and I don't know why they don't do it. Maybe, maybe, maybe the message will get home to them. But uh, Roscoe and EHT, Roscoe, uh, welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hello, John Demasi. Hello. Uh, hello, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Loud and clear. Okay, first time caller. I really uh, appreciate your show. Uh, Thank you. A long time. Thank you. But I, I, I have a reply to what you're saying. Is They don't have to talk about abortion. They have to talk about other things. The problem, in my view, is don't think about about in Republicans and Democrats. Think about it emotional and logical. Yeah. You're you're thinking logically. Yeah, yeah. Let me say one thing more. If Ron DeSantis, for example, gets up there and says, women should not have an abortion after six weeks, and I'm going to create a law. 
Now you're speaking to women about something that's very personal to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And it's emotional. And yeah. nothing you can say after that that's right. matters. That's right. And that's why Ron DeSantis cannot win. And what they really need to do is say, hey, it's not up to me. It's up to the states. That's what the Supreme Court ruled on. Now, that's, that won't make right. it happen either. That, that's right. And, and Lindsey Graham, he tried to say, all right, let's just make it 15 weeks. He draw, tried to draw a line, which kind of made would make some people happy. But that didn't make anybody happy either because you got too many diverse views on the right and the left. So let's not think about Republicans and Democrats if you expect to get a conservative person up there. Yeah. Think about how you're hitting them emotionally. Yeah. Because yeah. that's why uh, Fetterman won against Dr. Oz. He was very logically. Uh, I live in both Pennsylvania and Jersey. Okay. And uh, Dr. Oz was very logically, and he had a good good ideas. But he made the mistake about talking about abortion and yeah. abuse and yeah. The liberals got it and they win. Yeah. So, and and DeSantis might be a good vice president because he is like Pence, uh, very conservative. Uh, yeah. But he would never win. Well, so, I, don't, I, I don't think I don't think it's his time now. That's what I think now. As I've as I've gone through this, I thought he would be a better candidate, but uh, I can see that uh, you know he's he's getting his growing pains. He's getting his lumps. Maybe in twenty eight he runs. I don't know. I I, I, I really don't know. And and maybe uh, maybe Trump picks him as the VP. But you're right. It's an emotional issue, and I think you said it. He should say, hey, "Look, abortion is up to the states. It's it's not up to us. You know, as a country, it's up to I- individual states." And then just drop it, drop it right there. But uh, and I also agree that. The Democrats have no intentions of putting Biden up there. They're gonna, he's gonna claim amnesia or uh, <laughs> Alzheimer's, and they're gonna, he's gonna go claim the Fifth Amendment on everything, and then they'll put up Michelle Obama or somebody like that, and everybody will go googie gaki yeah. and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be over. It's gonna yeah. be over. But, and like you say, I, if we don't get somebody in there with common sense. Uh, we're done. Yeah, and you're we're right. on the path. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. you're right. Roscoe, thank you for the call. Good call. Roger and Kate May. Roger, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, one thing that nobody's mentioned in terms of how politicians are, are, are self-motivated is um, I think on his very last episode, Rush Limbaugh made mention that both parties – our elected representatives in D.C. will put a spouse or a sibling on K Street. And when Raytheon or Pfizer or BlackRock comes in and says, hey, we want you to vote this way on this bill, they, they refer them to their wife over in their consulting office, say, I don't have time to read the bills, but I take my advice from this office. And they go in there and write a check that's more than their whole, the, yeah. what we the people pay them for an entire year. Yeah. And it goes right into, it's directly into their account. So they're, they're making millions per year. And, of course, the left-wing and the right-wing media will never talk about that because our ruling elites control the media and our ruling elites control our politicians. Um, that's yeah. why Congress has sing, you know, single-digit ratings, approval ratings, and, and the media uh, does as well. Um, on another note, Hunter Biden is, is, is immunized by the Republican Party. If anything, they will enshrine him. His 2015 email to Burisma Energy Company, Ukraine, 
reflects him raising money to put biolabs on the Russian border and induce Putin to invade to protect his country from what was a, a massive coronavirus at the time. Yeah. So it's, it's a cash cow from Pfizer buying off the politicians. Raytheon, uh, everybody stashing their cash in Washington, D.C. Only Rand Paul wanted to audit the billions of dollars that we sent to Ukraine. And every, all the Republicans said, no, no, we don't want, because only half the money's getting there. The other half is circling back to, uh, you know, the arms dealers and then into yeah. the politicians on both sides of the aisle stuffing their pockets with cash. So, yep. uh, you know, and you know, BlackRock's going to get a trillion dollar uh, contract to rebuild Ukraine as soon as we, uh, you know, the, the public wakes up and calls a truce. Yeah. That was the largest inflation tax on the American people since the Arab Israeli war in 1973 when oil prices shot up. Oh, boy. That Ukraine war. And 97% of the media on the right and left, not Ann Coulter, but most of them are. Our pro-war, it doesn't matter, Fox, Newsmax, of course the left is always for war. The globalists, you know, Trotskyite neocons want war. And uh, that's what's repulsive about you know guys like Mike Pence and Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and uh, Dick Cheney is that they're, they're forever worse. And, uh, you know, it, it, it destroys the value of our dollar by running up our deficits. That's right. That's right. That is exactly right. Roger, thank you for the call. Good call. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Uh, we got a lot on the table and uh, continue to talk about Hunter Biden and inflation and abortion, which <laughs> I don't want to go through that again, please. We got enough issues. Uh, we have John in Ocean City and maybe we'll have you at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. We will come back. More Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. Want to save money in these inflationary times? Write this number down, 855-910-1246, 855-910-1246. Text your number to that number, and you'll be part of BF Mazio's Text Message Club, where you'll receive specials and coupons that will save you money. BF Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Gift baskets, catering for all occasions, and more. 601 New Road, Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, sunny to partly cloudy, hot and humid. High up to 90, an evening thunderstorm on the way. Otherwise, partly cloudy, humid tonight, low 73. Partly sunny and hot tomorrow. If you're outdoors doing stuff, stay hydrated. High up to 93 to wrap the weekend. Not as hot on Monday, though, with intervals of clouds and sunshine. A thunderstorm in the afternoon, high 85. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Oh, I, 
Pardon me for interrupting the radio show. <laughs> Joe Yakovich is here, and we just get disrupted. You know, it's a, it's a it, disrupting Joe. That's what we're going to call him. Talk for the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Yes, uh, billions of dollars have been funneled into Ukraine for the past two years. will continue to be funneled into Ukraine. Now you're going to tell me it doesn't pass through sticky fingers? Come on, man. Yeah. Of course it does. Of course it does. Now, uh, it was a World War One veteran named Smedley Butler, a lieutenant general who actually uh, wrote a book. He was a winner of two congressional medals of honor, so he wasn't some uh, loser. He wrote a book called War is a Racket, and I'm paraphrasing, but he had said that um, it's the common soldier that freezes and shivers um, in those uh, trenches. If he doesn't, if he doesn't have to face sleep deprivation and food deprivation and freezing cold weather or very hot weather, he gets blown to bits. He, he went into graphic detail about how the common soldier suffers, but meanwhile, back in Washington, D.C., the politicians still lines their pockets with money. So I said, yes, war is a racket. People, there are people that are making money off of this. Actually, it was um, McNamara, the uh, Secretary of, of State, I think, in, uh, in the Vietnam War, who actually had... Uh, Investments in and butt stocks. That's the they were putting out the Mattel plastic uh, company that were making toys. Were also making butt stocks for uh, Air 14 rifles, so that the uh, uh, so that the soldiers would not have their rotator cuffs torn. Uh, so he was making lots of money off of that war. A, a lot of people made money off the Vietnam War. And there was a lot of suffering on the common soldiers' part. But this is uh, from Abraham Lincoln. <clears throat> if I could save the Union without freeing any slave, I would do it. If I could save it by freeing all the slaves, I would do it. And if I could save it by freeing some and leaving others alone, I would also do that. So the liberals attacked him for being a racist, but actually it proves that he was a good president. He was looking out for his country. He wanted to save the Union. Yes. However, he also said that the formation of the GOP circa 1856 Wisconsin would prove to be a death knell to the institution of slavery. And because of that saying alone... South Carolina said, if this man is elected on November 5th, 1860, we will secede from the Union. And in 1860, uh, December 20th, 1860, two months later, two and a half months later, he, they did just that. And it was a night of the Golden Circle, which were all registered Democrats by the name of P.T. Beauregard that opened fire on Fort Sumter off, and off the coast of Charleston, in the Charleston Harbor. Um, so that, that, that being said, uh, we, we are the higher, we the vote Republican, we vote in a party that's for the higher ideals, the, the higher, the party of the higher ground. It was abolitionist in the 19th century, now it's anti-abortion. We were anti-slavery back then, now we're anti-abortion. Abortion should never be um, a non-issue ever, but yeah, we uh, uh, President Trump faces off against this bozo that we have in the White House now. <laughs> yeah. The, the walk, the, the walking uh, unwrapped mummy. And he, 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 are you tired of scorched earth policy? And he should bring up USMCA, which is to counter NAFTA, which is uh, slave, which was actually um, trade piracy ways against the US for sure. I mean, it was Barack Obama who took a, a billion, eleven billion American taxpayer monies, bowed out GMC, and instead of opening up a, a Ford plant in Detroit, he opened one up in uh, Mexico City. Yes, hurrah for Mexico, not hurrah for the United States. So all these things that are going on. If you want, if you want four more years of scorched earth, then vote for uh, that doofus. If you want, if you want to see our country go back, I was leading our country in the right direction. He, he was bringing uh, industrial uh, industry back into the United States. He was bringing uh, manufacturing jobs back into the United States, and he had said to the Ford plant that was uh, 
opened up in Mexico City. He says, we want you to come back, but if you don't come back, we will tax every windshield wiper. We will wipe, we will tax even the hubcaps to come over. And that, that as soon as he said that, I said, he's my man. I want to vote for that guy. So, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're staunching how we vote. But now the people that vote left, the people that vote left are, are staunchly pro-abortion. So trying to win them over, you must just forget about it. But as far as I'm concerned, we should never make abortion a non-issue. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thanks for the call. Craig in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Well, good morning, John. How are you? Good morning. Uh, I'm running a little behind this morning, as you can see. Yeah, well, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, this, this is what happens, you know? Anyway, um, <laughs> so we had the crypto kid end up in jail this week. Yeah. Man. That's where he belongs. <laughs> uh, well, let me ask you a question. Uh, is he in jail or is he in hospice? Um, I think he's in jail. I think it might end up being hospice. Why? Well, he knows where everything's buried. Oh, okay. That's my, uh, just remember I said that, people. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, we've never had anybody hang themselves, have we? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Who would that? Epstein brings me the number two here. Yeah. And they were going to release the names, you know, of yeah. all those people, right? You remember yeah. that, right? Yeah. Now, do you know who's in charge of those names? No. Who? Are you ready? Yeah. A Marine Comey. <laughs> did I did I throw you the fastball from the Phillies game that you were watching the yeah, other day? Yeah, yeah. Was that a good one? Did yeah. I get a strike there? Yeah, you sure did. Okay, that was two strikes, right? Yeah. And then Rand Paul says, oh, I believe in the Justice Department. He said, uh, you know what? Um, I don't think I can give my stuff that I want to take down uh, Fauci on to the Justice Department. I got to take it to the state, one of the state attorney generals, because he knows anything against Fauci will not happen. That's right. That's right. And you saw Weiss. What happened here? There we got the special counsel of the hey, week, huh? You know what? I was encouraged by that. Why I, would you be encouraged? I, by well, that? I well <clears throat> because at least at least it looks like they're doing something against Hunter. That that's all. That, you that's know why. what, John? Thank you so much. You just said it well. You know, there's nothing better than dressing a window. Yeah. Okay. You know, a store could have crap inside yeah but if you got a good window dressing that's right people believe anything right that's right that's right so let me ask a question since you were so happy about that with that sweetheart deal that he gave uh, hunter biden before and if the judge didn't catch that do you feel really secure that they gave it back to the same guy that t- tried to do a switcheroski on the judge well, that's. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to ask you. That. That's that's or questionable. Let me ask you that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is a double question here. I'm going to give you a double barrel here. Okay. That was that was load one. I know okay. you're out about guns, so that was shell number one. <laughs> Boom! That hit you pretty good. Yeah. But but then see what this does. It negates the Congress from being able to further ask the FBI for more information about Hunter. You understand that, don't yes. you? Yes. Okay. So that was shell number two. All right. So we're we're moving over internationally here. I noticed that our shores of Alaska became a big, big special interest there for uh, Russia and uh, China. Did you notice that? War exercises there on yes. our coast? Yes. 
Did you hear what they said, China? No, I didn't hear that. Get used to it. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, do you think they'd say that to Donald J. Trump? No. No way. Okay. And then we got the Ukraine. Whew. We're going to rebuild the Ukraine. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Heard that. <laughs> we, we can't rebuild our country, but we're going to rebuild them. <laughs> it's, it's, it doesn't make sense. John, but, you know. what what has made sense in the yeah, last no, couple of years? No, nothing. No, nothing. No. I mean, really? I mean, can you imagine that? So what now? So the the Ukraine thing, more money over there. And I think that's got to be a cesspool of special funding. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do you think the Obamas might be involved? Wouldn't put it past them. Would okay. not put it past them. Well, anybody that doesn't know it, just uh, remember that the, I believe, in my opinion, the Romneys are involved with that, too. But oh, we, we're, we're going to oh. take a look at that a little further down. Because, remember, it was the perfect call that set up this whole cabal where Donald J. Trump asked about that, why are you going to hold up that billion dollars? Was that a bribe? Yeah. Right? Right. All right, John. Great show as usual. Thank I you, just sir. I thought I'd leave you with those things. Yes. And have a great day. And okay. Did you have a little problem with your car there? Plastic surgery or what? Yeah, well, uh, somebody hit me and uh, ran away So while well, I was parked. And, of course, it was in Philadelphia. Where, where, where else would it be? And um, But, John, if they, if they, even if they, if they got caught, they get out anyway. There's no... There's, yeah, that, that's, that's true. Not a big, yeah. You should... Yeah. You should feel happy that you got hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's the new way now. Yes. Okay. So for those, I just want to leave you with this because I always thought I'd try to leave you with something. Can you imagine a 25-year-old, okay, today being Genghis Khan? <laughs> no. No. But that's how old he was. Yeah. There yeah. Have a great day. You too, Greg. Thanks for the call. DJ in Summers Point. DJ, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. How you doing, John? Good. How you doing? Okay. You know, I haven't called in for a couple of weeks. Well, I'm glad you called in. Yeah, and, you know, uh, first of all, let me say John is a very knowledgeable caller. Yes. He knows a lot about everything. Yes, he does. <laughs> all right, but my area of expertise, as you know, is law enforcement. Yes. And as you know, when this thing about Ashley Babbitt first happened, I told you... In the first week, there's not going to be any charges. Yes. Let me make myself perfectly clear. That was a justifiable use of force. Unfortunately, somebody died. Yes. A veteran died. Yes. Well, hey, I'm a veteran. Yeah. I, my war was Vietnam. Okay? Yeah. All right? But the bottom line is her actions were wrong, and she paid the price. Yes. But I knew from the jump no charges because I watched the film I studied the film and I paid attention and by the way she wasn't in the army she was in the air force yes all right yeah but that was justifiable she was part of a mob okay that day all right and she paid the price that officer paid a price you don't think he thinks about it every day sure does yeah. he gave a very uh, uh, knowledgeable explanation of his actions that day he was protecting himself and members of Congress. He did his job. 
Yes. And somebody asked me, hey, Dennis, what would happen, or DJ, what would happen if you were in the same situation? I say, and I'll still say it, I would have done what that officer did. That's right. Because I have a habit, John, and I'm getting a little hot now. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Right. Um, you have a nice week. Wait, wait. Hang on, DJ. I, I want to ask you this. Uh, the George Floyd incident uh, this week was the um, sentencing of the uh, last officer who was involved. His name is Tao Tao. Um, he was yes. sentenced. He was sentenced to four years and nine months in prison. Now, I want to ask you this. He was all he was doing was uh, controlling the crowd and moving people out. So he wasn't involved in the actual murder of George Floyd. Do you think his sentencing was justified? I would like to have more information about as far as any plea bargainings and stuff like that before there was a trial, before there was a hearing. Uh, if you notice, if you remember, his some of his statements he had at sentencing at he didn't. He didn't claim any responsibility. But he basically said he was crowd control. Yeah, people back. Uh, what other officers got was more than what he got. Right. I mean, it was about basically four years. Uh, but I don't know if there was any prior negotiations that he could have got less time if he admitted any wrongdoing. No, no, he he did not kneel on Mr. Floyd's neck. Right. We know who did that. Yes. All right. That person, Chauvin, was the main dude. Yes. The other two officers paid a price. They were going along at the directions of Chauvin. So, but it, everybody was, at that time, was, there's a lot of emotions. The prosecutor went after him. You know, they're saying, hey, you should have you stopped the main guy. You should have got the guy, officer, off his neck. Enough was enough. All right? But... The last one sentence, he had a responsibility to keep the crowd back, too. Yes, that's what he was doing. And the judge said that he didn't show any remorse. That there was you also, go. That was also the thing. So do you have to, in other words, should he have shown remorse? And would he have got less or would he got nothing? I mean, that's what I, I'm confused about that. I think he should have maybe, if, maybe if he thinks about it while he's in jail. He might think, maybe I should have went about it a little bit de- different at my sentence in the hearing. Yeah. Sometimes a little bit of uh, apology, uh, taking responsibility, right, can go a long way. Yes. He chose not to. Yeah. And the, like you said, the judge said, you, you're not even showing any remorse. Yeah. So, just one of those uh, things, but he's going to do a sentence. He will probably get... Uh, Credit for time served, uh, sentencing guidelines in that state. He'll probably he could possibly be out under three years. Oh, okay, because well. every state has sentencing guidelines and and how they can get out with good behavior yeah. stuff like. That. Yeah, okay. but he's going to be the one that gets out with the least amount of time. Okay, DJ, thanks a lot. Thanks for your input. I'm, I'm glad you called because I was curious about that. You know. 609-407-1450 is our number here. Linda in Absecon after the break, and maybe you, and then the one and only Joe Yakovich. A milestone in the life of Joe Yakovich today. <laughs> you 
Uh, wait till you hear this. Really. No, it's not him. I feel sorry for the other half. <laughs> talk for the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll come back with more after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness spend or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, let's go right to Linda in Abseek. And Linda, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Good morning, John. Good morning, Linda. So now, just exactly what are you and Bob Progner and Seth Grossman saying we do? Because there are 60% of the country, because there are 60% of the country that is for abortion. So what, so what are we supposed, so what, what should we do? That's a tough question. Well, how about, now that's what Ann Coulter says. She puts it, she, she, she's really good with her words. She's a smart lady too. And, uh, but so basically she says, um, what she has to say, you know, we just we're, we're not going to win any elections if we don't do this. We're going to have to, uh, I guess, capitulate. And so, um, uh, so, but nobody really says how exactly that works out because now that's what Ann Coulter says, and that might be what Bob Progner says, who who's against abortion. Now he doesn't like it, and and and, and you're sort of not liking it either. No. But we've got to do certain things to win elections. So that's what you guys say. That's what Ann Coulter says. But here's what God says. Rescue those being delivered to death. Hmm. Boy. So, I mean, as a Christian, and that's if you're you're Christian or maybe another way, rescue those who are unjustly being sentenced to death and to die. So, but rescue those being led away to death is, is more, more of the exact way. So, I mean, God's not saying, uh, Linda, you know, work hard to, to, to rescue those being led away to death. And, and if there's a few here and a few there that, well, forget, don't worry about them. I mean, um, so, so no, it's not how it goes. It, you know, there's, there's the Ten Commandments that says, thou shalt not kill. You know, those, those Ten Commandments are perfect. And our mistake in the United States is that they're not back up in the courtrooms 
and they're not back up in the classrooms right. where little children can That's see right. them. That's right. Because those words, let me tell you about those words, they're not just nice, ten things to say. They were written by God. Every word is perfect. And those words, when they enter into a person's mind, they cut. And they cut in the right area. It tells you how to go, where to go. And then, and of course, I mean, there is a time where people do fail up and they, they repent. But those words tell you you've sinned and get yeah. it right. Yeah. So, no, no, no. So I'm not voting for anyone who is pro-choice. And, uh, no, I will not vote for them. I won't vote for them. I can't vote for them. Well. You know, you make some good points, Linda, but all they have to do, all the Republicans, all the, no, all the Republicans have to do is simply say it is a state issue. It is not up to the federal government. Well, and that's it. But all we've said that. We've said that. Well, but look, maybe some people didn't say it as well as others. Maybe. But, you know, you're right. All these things should be taught in school. They took religion out of the schools and all of that stuff. And, and it, it should be taught, at least taught. You know, don't favor one religion versus the other, but at least teach the kids. How would the vote, how would the vote for the Holocaust gone down? You know, you know, when the, once, once the Nazi Germans, the government, of course, it was the government that led the Nazi Germans into really, they put propaganda, they twisted the people and the people and, and, and their society turned against the Jews, made them lesser than life, lesser than indiv- other individuals, inferior to other people. What do you think the polling would have been on those people at the, at, at, at say, the end of the 30s? You Not think too. the Jews would have come out looking good at the end of the 30s? And oh, we know what happened to them. They didn't. You know, all, they all were what happened? The Lin- Holocaust. Linda, we're up so, against the clock. Sorry, uh, sorry, Linda. <laughs> we're up against it. And sorry to uh, Bob and John. We couldn't get you in this hour. Talk for the purpose of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Hour number three on the way, Joe Yakovich with a surprise announcement. Wow. Stay tuned. Coming up in just a minute. FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. As we like to call this, the Joe Yakovich Hour, <laughs> where like Joe it. takes over the show. Do my best to try to straighten the, what you have uh, said for the last <laughs> okay. two hours. Uh, Joe Yakovich, jmlfinancialgroup.com is the website. JML Financial Group is his company. And 609-407-1450 is our number here if you have a question for Joe as far as finding, financing is concerned. And uh, he is here to straighten us out with all of that stuff. But first, we have an announcement. <laughs> Actually, this just came in a few minutes ago. Uh, Congress has awarded <laughs> Lynn Yakovich 
the Congressional Medal of Honor. Oh, my Lord, yes. And, and the Catholic Church <laughs> will appoint her as the new martyr, taking over for Joan of Arc. You know why? Oh, my Lord. Here because we go. she has put up with Joe Yakovich. Ready? For 35 years. How about that? 35 years. I mean, really. She, I mean, old turtles die. Old turtles die. Yeah, I mean, she should get uh, really. Something. Yes. You know, I mean, forget Joan of Arc. She's she's the number one martyr. She is. Uh, she's a trooper. That's why uh, it works. People and I was somebody stopped in um, to see me. Actually, uh, I was having dinner right next door at Capri, a great little place. Um, and we're sitting down. The owner came over and chit chat, and and one of my buddies came over because he told me to go there, and he said. Let me ask you a question. And he said, my wife, right in front of me, she goes, do you guys talk uh, when you have dinner together? And she said, yeah, of course we talk. We, we converse on a number of issues, not just what you're talking about, but in general. And she goes, you know, he goes, when I'm with my wife, I never talk to her when we're having dinner. So <laughs> that might have been one of the reasons, you know, well, you, you, to do. So <laughs> it's funny, though. But uh, you know. does it seem like 35 years? You know, you know what it is, John, because, you know, working with uh, my wife, which was never my intention starting out to own this business. But, you know, she does cover a lot of ground for me. Uh, I can't, you know, it's impossible in this particular uh, arena that we're in, you know, financial planning, wealth management, income planning for people to know everything, you know. So we have a family-owned business, and it's, it was um, started out, you know, some uh, some 30-plus years ago. And she, uh, I asked her to come in with me, and she said, fine, well, now my son works with me. And because of technology and AI, it's made our, uh, our profession much easier to deal with people and deal with uh, situations. I mean, it's a lot of information out there. You, Your readers are well aware of the uh, things that are going on. I don't have to really reiterate certain things where, you know, I don't know, 2020 where uh, premium gas was $1.82 or we were not um, a, a burden now because of energy 38 months ago. And you need to deal with that with inflation and taxes. And, you know, and now we have a bunch of people that call the baby boomers I want to retire and, uh, you know, retiring in a down market and in an inflationary environment becomes more, much more difficult. And that's because, you know, for the obvious reasons, either current or past administrations, uh, bad managers of money, really, uh, it's sad. And uh, we have now put ourselves in a really tough situation um, because of not only the debt, but also the deficit. And that's that's a major problem. And people don't start to wake up to this because of interest rates being high. I mean, we got 7% mortgage rates right now. Now, people say, well, 7% is no big deal because back in the day. In the yeah, end, it was, you know, it was, it was 14 and 18 but, and all of that stuff. But they yeah. got a, a bunch of what they call CDs at 14, 15%. That's right. Also, they forgot to mention that to you. But uh, the volatility, the debt and the deficit that we're running um, and the devaluing of the of the money globally has put a really, really, you know, a lot of pressure on what the next president has to deal with. Yes. You know, whoever that may be. Uh, but the concerns are, it's out there everywhere you go. I mean, inflation is, you know, service inflation. What I paid for, you know, mechanical stuff for my car or, or eating, it, it is out there. And people need to, uh, you know, stand abreast of this, especially if they're in the market, they're trying to retire with income strategies and can they keep up with this inflationary situation that's happened to all of us? Poor, middle class, rich, whatever. It hurts, it hurts everyone. All right. So, um, anyway, 
Happy anniversary. Thank you very uh, much, Don. That's a, that's a nice thing. <laughs> and you know my wife, so that's even yeah. a better thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how she does it, but that, that's, that's another story, you know. Uh, when, you're dealing, when you're dealing with clients or prospects in their 60s, 70s, even 80s, what do you think some of the biggest obstacles are when it comes to you and sharing information with the advisor? Well, you know what, John, I, I wanted to talk about this subject many times, even your, your, your listeners and the people that are calling in. You remember, you know, we have been customized to scanning and, uh, emailing and so forth. You know, some of the folks in their sixties and seventies don't have that luxury or yeah. they don't understand the technology. Yeah. And you're, yeah, obviously I'm a perfect, perfect example of well, that. Well, I don't want to use you as an example, yeah, but, but you are an example and you're, <laughs> and you're probably in more tuned of some of those things yes, than most yes. people. So what I've made a commitment on because of the things that you need to get printed or scanners that, you know, and issues that we need to take care of when we're talking to people, new folks and people are, you know, rolling money over to us and what have you. Um, we need to have, and, they, and they're really concerned about personal information. It's, a, it's surprising. So what well, we do our best to meet people face to face. It is just a, it's just my nature. Maybe this is going to be a dinosaur in the next five plus years. It's starting to happen now. And a lot of new people don't fully comprehend that. I have lived through this 40 years of, you know, technology and no technology and, you know, beepers now, cell phones. And you remember the cell phones yeah. were as big as suitcases. <laughs> and, you know, I the, had one. Right. So you get it. Yeah. I mean, so, um, you know, if you hear about, there's a lot of mixed information. So what we do our best especially for those people, we prefer to meet them face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, discuss different strategies, and make sure the paperwork is done correctly. The biggest concern, and you know this, John, as is, is well as I do, uh, with future in- inflation, people are getting mixed information. On one hand, you hear inflation's under control, you know, or it's coming down. Yeah, It's okay. what it used to be. But in the, <laughs> the next flip side is that, hold on for a second, that used to be eleven ninety nine. Now it's twenty three ninety nine for the same meal. Yeah. So I'm seeing it, and yeah. you know I'm able oh, to yeah. handle this. But again, the other thing is mixed emotion. Is you know when you hear that low unemployment, then you see and hear big tech companies laying off thirty thousand people. So what do you believe? Yeah. And now you see the gentleman talked about um, submarines in uh, in Alaska and. Um, and Hawaii that um, I'm, I'm sure people are somewhat aware of about, you know, it's concerning interest of all of us. You know, you're, you're looking at China knocking on the door of some of these things and how it will the ripple effect of the market and people start to get afraid and what they're going to do and how they're going to handle this. So what we try to do, we stay on the forefront. We look at things that are guaranteed. And, and some of the things even now with where the money is being put. And situations are hairy. Don't forget, just because of this situation that happened to the bank not too long ago, yeah. it is creeping into other banks. Yes. I mean, if you really look at it, if 1% or 2% of all the folks out there pull their money from the bank, we're going to have a problem, a That's serious right. problem. Right. So we need to look at not only banking and be concerned with how much money you have in banks, but what other venues would you have? You know, treasuries, for instance. I mean, you can get a serious good rate of return right now, anywhere between 4 to 5%. And don't be 
don't kid yourself of having the banks do it. You can actually buy a three, four, five year, believe it or not, Jim, a fixed annuity. You're in for three with rates of five ish percent. Yeah. And no taxes. So you really need to look at a, a lot of different of the, um, the, the vehicles that are out there and have someone like me or, you yeah. know, and sit in front of somebody face to face and say, this is how this stuff works. Well, so what you're saying, it seems to me, I got out of this that you really prefer to meet with people in person. Absolutely. Because with all the technology and all this junk, you know, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I, I just, I believe in that too. And, and I, I commend you for that, that really it's, it's a face to face thing. And you can really delve into the situation of the person and really help them better by doing that. Absolutely, John. I, I truly, I mean, maybe I'm a little old school, but I think the that relationship is predicated on someone looking at me and me having a conversation and listening to their situation and how and what they are, their biggest concerns are, which we're going to talk about today, and really focus in on. I mean... Remember, because of what I said earlier, the technology, really, there's not one product on the planet that I cannot offer to a client because of my securities license. Right, I'm a fiduciary. Right. So right. I'm looking and cherry picking the best of the best. And then I'm challenging the individual and say, hold on, you are you aware that some of these companies that you might have are invested in derivatives offshore where the compliance department that I follow don't know anything about and people don't realize that that's why we do transparencies with clients and with companies to make sure what the underlining investments that they own are suitable for the client long term not just short term but for long term so we do a lot of um, due diligence for our clients and we do our best that i believe that again meeting people face to face and a matter of fact i have a uh, in september and we'll probably talk about this the next couple of times i'm on stockton college uh i think it's the 23rd and 24th or uh, in september we'll be doing a um face to face workshop and everybody will be privy to come for no cost. Well, we'll look forward to that. Yes. Uh, want to remind everyone, talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. Joe is JML Financial and his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. Uh, we're talking about a lot of things and um, we want to talk about three things that are most important during retirement and... Boy, this is this is really, and and in fact, I'll tell you what. So I was having dinner with a friend, and he just turned eighty four. All right, and he's saying, "I'm going to run out of money. I'm going now." He's got a lot, okay. Mm-hmm. And I said, to him, well, "How are you going to run out of money?" He says, well, "I'm getting, I'm getting the four or five percent. I'm going to run out of money. I know I'm going to run." Now, I mean, the chances of him running out of money are slim to none. But the point is that it's that seed that was planted in his head. I'm going to run out of money. Is that the number one thing? Well, yeah, I think most people today they don't want to be super wealthy. They just don't want to run out of money. Yeah, believe it. I mean, you have somebody that you just said if you live to ninety and you have enough money to to, to last you to age seventy six, I mean your life you got a problem, you yeah. got a major problem. So some of the things that I deal with is presenting 
alternatives and choices and options for people to look at and say, okay, some of your money must be in guaranteed type of accounts like a social security, like a pension plan where you get an income for the rest of your life. And the interest rates are pretty high because some of these companies that we work with, they give you what they call um, mortality credits. This is a, um, a not a buzzword, but it's been around for a long time where you need to be educated on how some of these type of plans work. And again, you need to have a plan of a- action in place so someone can explain it to you. Because, John, if you notice, people that have pension plans and Social Security and guarantee accounts, they're happy people. Yeah. They're not worrying about watching, you know, CNBC or they're not watching Fox or not, they're not watching anything. They don't need to worry about the, the economy because they're still getting that income. That's right. And, and a consistent basis. So their, their lifestyle is pretty cool. The problem they're faced with a, mo- a lot of folks want to take risk. The problem that we're faced with when they take more risk, the uncertainty of losing and then trying to make back what you lost. It's called sequels of return. You might not have a chance to come back, or it will take. It'll take take fourteen years. You got it. And I was, matter of fact, I was with uh, one of our caller or one of our attorneys. It was on uh, some time ago, and he and he mailed me or he emailed me his uh, current statement when I knew what he had. And I said, you know, he goes, I wanted to move that. And I, uh, you and I were talking. I wanted, and I looked at the annuity and they don't make them this way. But I said, didn't you look at this? He had a 14 year surrender. Oh, I don't even mind if it's a 14 year, but you know, 14 and 13 and 13, 12, you know, the decreasing yes. sales charge. His sales charge did not decrease until three years before it's over. Oh, man. I, I couldn't even, I couldn't say to him, listen, we're going to pull out. You're going to lose 14 or you're going to lose 12% on your money. And I, and I'm, I'm fiduciary. My, my own compliance department would not allow me to do that. But you need to really look at the fine print and you need to know somebody that you trust enough to say, listen, this is how this stuff works. Do you want that or not? Are you looking for that? Or not. I'm going to give you some alternatives. I don't have a corner market on all this stuff, but I need to know what the client wants and make sure we give it exactly what they want. And income, part of your income of not running out of money is just that. And that's the individual. Every person's a little different. Obviously, you didn't advise him on that. Somebody no, I, else. Somebody else. Exactly. So when I got the case, I was like, wow. And this <clears> guy, <throat> listen, this guy's a really a smart guy. Yeah, I mean, he's got an LLM, he's an attorney, he's an accountant. And he said, could you look at this for me? And I looked at it and I went, oh, maybe I read something here. I'm, I'm looking at the fine print. I'm going, you realize how long this surrender is and how much you have to pay? <laughs> never knew it. Never was told. And it upsetting for me. It's upsetting for me because when I see that, I'm thinking that person, whoever sold this to you, did not have to do that. That was not, he probably made the biggest, I, highest I commission possible. I was going to say, yeah. Possible. yeah. And I don't do it that way. I just feel that, you know, as long as I've been doing this, John, that's why I have a lot of fun. That's why our family businesses, we deal with families, you know, let our family help your family. But the way we do it, we sit down with you face to face preferred and and assume if we have to do it, obviously, but we sit down and explain what you're about to embark on and how these things work because there's no one knows what's going to happen. In the market, I mean, it could go down, it could go up, but we want to make sure people in that bucket of money, you cannot lose. 
You can only make money on the upside. On the downside, you get 0%. It's built in. That's how these vehicles work. People need to have some, not all, some of their money in that strategy purposely. You never run out. That's right. We are coming up on our first break of this hour. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe is JML Financial. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. And uh, he's ready to talk to you if you have a financial type question. 609-407-1450 is our number. 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We will have more of our discussion with Joe Yakovich after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Want to save money in these inflationary times? Write this number down, 855-910-1246, 855-910-1246. Text your number to that number, and you'll be part of BF Mazio's Text Message Club, where you'll receive specials and coupons that will save you money. BF Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Gift baskets, catering for all occasions, and more. 601 New Road, Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. We are back here on Talk With a Purpose. Joe Yakovich is with us, and uh, Joe is here uh, a couple of times a month here on the program. If you want to reach Joe during the week, 856-751-1771 is his number. That is his office number, 856-751-1771. And again, his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com, jmlfinancialgroup.com. Good time to uh, mention your books before we get back into the show. Yeah, we have obviously the Heart of Your Money book, and which is our staple book. We have Getting Down the Mountain and Bulletproof Your Retirement, which I did a rewrite on just recently. Uh, we have Wealth Beyond uh, Wall Street and for tax purposes. So, you know what, John, I, I, doing these little books, 100 pages, work out quite well, our brochure. Mm. Uh, you know, so we try to educate as much as we can with clients. When they come in, they get an idea on my philosophy. You know, everyone needs to have a philosophy going into this retirement thing. It's just not just income planning. Do you want to build your wealth? Do you want to leave your wealth? You know, tax strategy planning. These are a lot of things you need to do today more than ever. And I've been doing it for 40 years. So I'm saying to you from experience, 
I've seen some major changes that taken place in my time here working with people uh, and helping them, especially when it comes to medical stuff, like we'll be talking about, not running out of money and making sure in this particular situation where a tax is going to be in the future. So that's a concern of all and every person I talk to. That's the conversation I, I bring up and, and I call it the three don'ts. You know, you don't want to run out, run out of money. The first one, and the second one, you're gonna you're gonna give me that question if you want to throw it at me here. Uh, yeah, the the uh, the second most important thing that you want people in retirement to know is not paying too much in taxes. Correct. Now, let me ask you this. Sure. So, like, if you have a four hundred one k, correct, and and you have a pension, mm-hmm. if you're lucky enough, correct. All of those things are taxable, right? Well, the 401k, yes, when you take the money out and roll yes. it over, it's yes. going to be a taxable yeah, thing. Yeah, so, so tax, 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 tax. Tax, tax, tax. It, and, and if I can get people to start to think about, let's start converting the 401k <laughs> to a Roth 401k or a Roth IRA or do conversions. Convert the qualified money, which is the IRA or uh, 401k, into a Roth. Because <clears throat> when I ask people... Pre-tax of the 2017, when Trump was in, he made the tax law change. It's going to go go back to originality, and we're looking at uh, 12-31-25 when taxes will go back up. And I don't know where they're going to go, how far they're going to go, but if they go back to originality pre-2017, you're talking about another 3%. Increase in taxes. Now that might not mean a lot, but you know, if you can think about it a couple year ago, you would give everything to give three or four percent yeah. on an account. Um, so for us, tax strategy planning becomes a real issue and it's a, you need to have a plan in place. So you need to be aware that taxes will go up and people say, well, I'll be in a lower tax bracket when I retire. I said, well, hold on. Let's back up here for a second. What did you pay for your original house? And they would tell me, I said, would you give me that same price today? Oh, no way. I Well, hold on. If the house went up in value, what makes you think everything around you is yeah. not going to go up in value? So you have to pay for those things. And we're seeing that now with inflation. When you add inflation onto your distribution, because we're not talking about accumulation now. We're talking about getting money out of the bucket, getting money out of these vehicles. It's different than putting money into these vehicles. So now you have a tax problem. So I'm always a big advocate of Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks, conversions, and and, and in using insurance, John. Now think about it. Using insurance purposely for tax-free advice. Matter of fact, we're running out with one of the programs we're running. We're doing a debt-free for life where we're going to share with people, how do I get you out of debt faster you have more money to invest. So we're, we're using some of the strategies using AI to get people to raise their hands and say, listen, we need help fast. People in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, because you don't want to go into retirement preferred of having a big chunk of debt over your head. What do you do? And if you start pulling money out of the vehicles that you have saved and not dealing with the market because people are getting afraid of this market, everyone is. Across the board, you know, it's up and down. I mean, it's 
major volatile. You know, what you, we thought there was going to be a recession at this part of the year, it's still kind of, we're, we're juggling. And what do we believe from the talking heads on TV? I mean, think about what's happening. What, where are people's heads when it comes to investing? I mean, you see, perfect example, and I have it. Apple went to 192 and now it's back to 170 again. Just recently, just in a small period of time. You see some companies that lost 80, 90% of their value and got imploded because people were chasing certain stocks, so to speak. You have those vehicles. And by the way, the people that did this stuff also had these vehicles inside these folks' pension plans. Teachers' pension plans, mind you. So I don't think people really understand when they look under the surface, under the water, so to speak, that taxes will pay and play havoc on somebody when they take the money out. So when you factor in taxes and inflation and volatility because you're not putting money away, now you're taking money out. Different game you're playing. Different horse you're riding. Completely different conversation. And unfortunately, John, being in this business as long as I have, I knew this day was going to come. I really did. I mean, I'm not a crystal ball reader, but I thought to myself, you know what? I know how old I am and I know how old my average clients are. They're going to be faced with the same dilemma that I'm being faced with for my own personal use. Why not share that information with my clients? What I do. And I'm a big advocate of it. I When people sit down with me, I go, this is what I own. You don't hear that many times in a marketplace. You're yeah. not having an advisor yeah. go, no, this is what I do. I'm, you do what I do. Not what I say. Do what I do. Now, why would you think that I'm doing it and you shouldn't be doing it? I don't get no discount for doing the things that I do. I'm doing it because I know a little bit more than you do. Yeah. Not a lot, just enough. But that little bit is the golf story, I'll tell you, John. You play golf? No. I play golf. I know. I know you do. And my son plays golf. Yeah. Not well, right, by the way. Exactly. But you understand, when you, I, the belief is hitting the ball as long as you can, John, off the yeah, tee. Or right. whenever you're hitting yeah, the ball. Yeah. Now, there's only one problem. My son hits the ball down the middle. That's called efficiency. Joe Yachtwick hits the ball long, too, but it could be in the woods. It could be in the sand barren. It could be someplace. It's not exactly down the middle. That's called efficiency. The more you practice, the straighter it gets. Well, with money, is the same way. There's a lot of lossage through taxes, volatility, uncertainty with portfolios. And if you're not keen on some of these things, John, the losses are uncoverable. And that's why we want to make sure when we sit down face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, belly-to-belly, even in a Zoom meeting, we want to make sure we clearly present, number one, you're not running out of money, and number two, if I can get you to pay the least amount of taxes on your portfolio from now in the future, that's a great plan for being. What's what's the biggest mistake that you see people make when it comes to this issue of paying taxes or not paying taxes? What's the biggest mistake that people make? Well, they have this misconception. They actually think that because they're going to retire on less, that their taxes will be less. No, that doesn't work. That doesn't work because who... Who are they to say, when I say they, those people that say yeah. that, that the government doesn't come in and they control this, it's not you. Yeah. They change the rules on us. 
I, John, I've been in the business long enough to see, I, I can't tell you how many rule changes and tax law changes that I've been involved with. Oh, yeah. Oh, think about what's going on. So I can't believe they're going to, if they need revenue, remember, when all these folks are coming out, they're needing Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security. Who's paying for this stuff? I'm just curious. I mean, I saw something on the TV, and you know who he said it. When all these immigrants come in, we're going to give them 450000 per. I said, hold on, back up. You're spending my money, and you're going to get my permission to spend 450000 for a guy that's coming in for another country? Please, I got, I got people that have lived here for many years that are having their own problems. That are homeless. Correct. So I'm getting to a point, and that's why you're starting to see, you're seeing that uprising, because it doesn't supposed to be this way. I mean, I can't even believe I'm starting to sound like my father. You know, it was better when I was around, you know. You imagine taking your kid out the front door and say to him, I'll see you at dinner time when the lights come on. That does not happen today. You no. won't let your kid out in the front yard without keeping a, an eyeball. Yeah, yeah. So our country is... I don't know what happened over the last number of months or years, but that has also spilled over to the money part. We've been suppressing interest rates for way, way too long, and this is now going to come back and bite us in the butt. And we need to make some maneuvers or a plan of action. I say this all the time. You need to have a plan, John, of that tax strategy plan. Do you find that most people that you see – Think they have a plan, but they really don't. They don't, John. They're they're doing they're doing piecemeal, and they need to put everything together because one thing kind of lays over to another one. It's spill. It's a spillover effect. And if they understand that, and they really sit down with someone and think they know everything, they don't. They might know a couple of things about you know a stock or or this that and the other thing. But when it comes down to strategizing, planning, sitting down and saying this is what. We're going to be able to produce. What is your budget? What do you think your budget's going to be in the future? Well, you're, it's three thousand now. Hold, but it's three thousand now. But if you use simple math, math, mind you, that three thousand is going to have to produce five thousand in the next ten years. Your portfolio is only producing three. What happens then at two thousand difference? Where are you getting that money from? Yeah, because inflation and yeah. taxes. Yeah, I mean, think about it. I, I mean, I'm looking at things today, and I see it. Like you, you go out to dinner and I'm going, hold on, there's something wrong with this bill. Yeah. This is not supposed to be this expensive. And you're paying it. That's going to be a ripple effect. You know, so this in itself is disturbing for someone like myself, especially going into retirement with people, to share with them that we can get you through this, but you need to have a plan of action. You need to look at all the variables and Again, I say this all the time, even the ones that are 40 or 50, save, 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 just keep on saving. And I have vehicles that will give you a decent rate of return right now with no risk. All right. We're going to take a break here at this point. We've got plenty more to talk about here. Yep. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. Joe, JML Financial Group is his company. Uh, JMLFinancialGroup.com is the website. And uh, we're here talking about uh, a variety of things, all designed to uh, help you and your family as far as your financial situation is concerned. 
609-407-1450 is the number. If you have a question for Joe, financial type question, 609-407-1450. We're coming back with more with Joe Yakovich after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, sunny to partly cloudy, hot and humid. High up to 90, an evening thunderstorm on the way. Otherwise, partly cloudy, humid tonight, low 73. Partly sunny and hot tomorrow. If you're outdoors doing stuff, stay hydrated. High up to 93 to wrap the weekend. Not as hot on Monday, though, with intervals of clouds and sunshine. A thunderstorm in the afternoon, high 85. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk with a Purpose, Joe Yakovich, JML Financial Group is his company. JMLFinancialGroup.com is his website. If you want to reach Joe during the week, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771. Joe will be happy to talk to you and uh, go over your situation. The initial consultation is complimentary, doesn't cost you anything, and you'll nope. learn a lot. So uh, give them a call, 856-751-1771. Our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. And we are talking about, well, this is a uh, a topic that no one ever wants to discuss. Believe me. But uh, the last but certainly not least thing you want people in retirement to, to know is not being a burden on your family. Joe, talk about that. You know what? That's the, that is the most more in my Assumption of being doing this as long as I have is the toughest conversation you have. It really is. And I've seen it up close and personal. You know, uh, when I'm dealing with people, I'm saying, you know, again, one of the no's, uh, you don't want to be a burden on your family. One of the don'ts. And that's difficult. But you know what's happening now, John, which is kind of cool before I get the real core reason. There's actually strategies that I present to people. To be able to offset that, I'll give you the first one. You can actually buy long-term care insurance that in any event at all, it's paid for. Now, the average costs for either in-home or, you know, long-term care or any type of health care has gone up dramatically. Health care has been rising and people need to be a major aware of this. That's what we're going to start to pay more in our Medicare premiums. Think about what's happening here. So that's the first thing. But the only problem with that is there's no guarantee. You can buy it, and if you can't afford it, but the 
premium, the dollar you pay could increase or they could decrease the benefit in some which. So that's been happening again and again because of it. You can go out and, and the average cost to spend put somebody in a in a facility or even a part-time is between eighty and a hundred thousand dollars in this area. Ooh. Now if you have enough money to do that, you're 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 one of the fortunate ones. The second thing is just buy a trust. You get a trust like a fancy document, you put an X amount of dollars in there. When you have to go into any type of facility, the document spits out, you know, eight eight thousand dollars a month, and that's taken care of for you. That's all preset. They're the first two. The next is if you don't have a pension plan or social security, you would put your money away, and most people I do this with an annuity. You put money into a vehicle, it spits out an income for the rest of your life. We're going through some of that now with some of our clients. And it works. It's a perfect, perfect example of how to get an income for the rest of your life so it would offset any of those health care costs. That could trigger an issue down the road. But the real key one, John, which people don't know, (laughs) you'll love this, is life insurance with an ADB. With an ADB. What's that mean? I'm glad you asked that question, John. (laughs) An ADB is... You know, a DB is obviously a death benefit. You can purchase the life insurance, and it's different than a long-term care policy because, a little dirty secret, the insurance companies look at life insurance and long-term care completely separate when it comes to underwriting. You can actually buy a life insurance policy, John, that has a what they call the A, accelerated death benefit. If by chance, if you need to use this For any purpose, it will actually give you the death benefit before you actually pass. And anything remaining of the death benefit will go to your family tax-free. So it's, again, the only vehicle that we have in our arsenal to offset the long-term care costs that, God forbid, if something would happen. But people don't need to or should understand because I've been going through this. What happens if one spouse needs care? Well, what normally happens is, and this is like <laughs> happens all the time, the the care that they're getting from the one spouse is spending that money down to take care of that one spouse as long as possible. When that spouse passes, whatever whatever is left over for the remaining spouse might not be what the at the, the original intentions were. Now, what do you do? So there's a big issue when I'm dealing with that type of planning because I don't want the family to be a burden, you know, you know, that person be a burden on their family. And you're seeing this more and more and more because you're getting, and it's not a man thing. In my case, it was my two sisters. They had to stop working to take care of my mother before she passed. Now, luckily for her, you know, my sisters lived at home. But let's suppose you have a mom in New Jersey, but you have two siblings that are living in different parts of the country. Who's taking care of this now? So it is a disturbing issue that we're faced with, and who's going to pay for it? We estimate it, believe it or not, health care, not long-term care. And I was reading something just a couple of months ago. The average cost, think about it, when you turn 65 assuming you're healthy at 65, is about $310,000 that you'll pay for other things other than what Medicare pays for. Do you have 310000 laying around to do that purposely? So when I'm dealing with these type of issues, that comes up. 
Can we get double duty dollars? Can we get $1 to work many ways? Using the life insurance with the ADB benefit is a, I, it came out, John, about 10 years ago. Life insurance companies were doing this because they started to realize the long-term care companies, the the premiums, the, the amount they were paying, they had no control over it because people were keeping them, were increasing dramatically. And the benefit was, what do you want to do? You want to increase the benefit, you know, the cost and keep the benefit the same? Or do you want to freeze the benefit or freeze the amount you're paying and we must lower the benefit? And you have to make this decision within 30 days of the contract. So you're up against the time and the strategy has to be presented. So the person says, I want to do this versus that. But again, you need to be at least aware of some of those options that are available to all of us. Now, I'm really thinking about this. (laughs) I thought you would. I mean, are most people prepared for this? Are most people really thinking about this i mean it's not something it must be difficult for you to bring it up oh yeah in in a consultation it's it's easy john i'll tell you why it's easier because what's happening is you're seeing it in our lifetime you're seeing parents elderly parents that are now dependent on their children or their the spouse if and and we're making the assumption here that usually women outlive us and the guys are going to need the the care the problem is if you don't believe me and i told my wife this all the time i said listen luckily for us we have these adb riders and add benefits but can you imagine and one day i tried this i went in my master bathroom i laid down on the floor and i said lynn would you come in here please and she walked in she said what are you doing i said would you would you be kind enough to pick me up like we just got married and put me in the bed? He goes, she goes, are you kidding me? I can't get you up and put you in the bed. Are you crazy? I said, well, just think. Yeah. Women out there, if your man has to go down and God forbid something happens, who's taking care of that? I'm just curious. And do you have a plan? Remember, do you have a plan of action that covers that? And they say, no, I don't. Would you like to see how this could be implemented in your overall plan? You can't continue to look the other way, folks. It's coming. People, because of technology, they're living a lot lot longer. Think about it. Yeah, we have people that die off and so forth. But you get a lot of people that are in their 80s and 90s that what happened to the second person, the spouse? Are they capable of handling that issue? And do their children want to come in and take care of some of these things? And they might be living all over the country. So that's something we sit down with. And and you know what's something I do a lot of, John? I make sure the kids know who I am. And you say, well, why is that the case? Well, think about it. I want the kids to know me because I want to make sure if something goes down Ugly. They, they got to make decisions. They're going to make decisions, and I'm going to be the guy to say, "Listen, you got to get this, this, this. This is the attorney. This is what we have to do moving forward. Can we? And it's not a hidden. Can we move some of that money so you don't get banged over the head because you're going to pay out if you had to go into a facility? That's a big concern of us. So Medicare planning is critical, especially distribution stages. Uh, we're going to start with this, and then we'll pick it up after the sure. break. But 
uh, what are some of the signs that you uh, that you might be better prepared for retirement than you think? I mean, what what should you look for? Well, the first thing I want to do is making sure that we're doing our best to keep in up with inflation. So if, if somebody's in their hypothetically 60s or 70s, where are they investing the money? What type of portfolio? What type of risks are they taking? Are they okay with volatility? Or are they okay with guarantees? That's why I explained to you earlier, you know, there's vehicles out there, John, that we can give them, you know, guarantees. The other concern that I see all the time, that's why we're doing this debt for life, debt free for life program, is that we want to get people out of debt. I don't want you to go into retirement and having to have a big credit card. Oh. A car that, payment. That's a killer. Yeah, a credit card, a car payment, and a mortgage going in. How do I get that paid off as soon as possible and still leave money left over? So we're always having those type of conversations. And when you go into retirement and you have a bunch of money, we call that snowballing debt, you might not ever get out of debt. I mean, think about it. And, and you're not paying no 2 or 3% in interest. I mean, think about it. These credit cards are between 18 and 22%. And car payments. I don't have to tell you that. And, and mortgage rates and, and doing all the refi. I mean, back in the day, that's why you're seeing, you know, these numbers at 7%. Oh, no big deal. You're not seeing a housing market take off for simple reason. Why would you give up a 2% or 3% um, interest rate and then say, no, I want to refi to 7%? It'd be crazy. You know, or why would I move? Not only I got my 2%, do I, can I do a cash deal? Or do I have to finance the deal? People say, well, it's going to come down. Yeah, it might come down. How quickly? Who knows? So that's one of our big concerns also. Okay, we're going to pick that up uh, right after the break. Uh, we're talking about uh, debt and the albatross around the neck of many right. people. Uh, talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. He is our guest here, uh, and he is making his uh, bi-monthly appearance here on the show. Joe is uh, JML Financial. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. 609-407-1450 is our number here, 609-407-1450. We are coming back with final thoughts with Joe Yakovich after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 
Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. If you want copies of Joe's books, and he mentioned it before, uh, what you do is you can call the show right now, and Joe will be happy to send them to you. Yep. Um, give your name and phone number until Joe's office will call you. And send you out the books. It's that simple. Joe Yakovich, of course, during the week, 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. That's jmlfinancialgroup.com. Feel free to call him during the week and set up that initial consultation. John, we also, I don't know if you know, um, we we haven't spoke about it much, but it's really starting to pick up. We have a podcast called Heart of Your Money. Michael and I do it. We do one subject, and we do it um, every other week like this, complement to this. And we get people that are listening. We're going to have a couple of uh, people on the show, but it's a 15-minute all-out blitz on exactly a subject to get people in the, in the tune of what they should be doing, what they shouldn't be doing, staying away from, and, and focusing on, you know, what the right plan of action is. It's a plan of action. It doesn't cost anything. People ask me all the time, what's it going to cost me? That's cost you anything. The, the cost is if you don't sit down with someone like me. I don't have, it doesn't necessarily me, but make sure you sit down with someone. But you know what's really funny, John? I was listening to one of my peers and he was telling me what he was doing. And I, and I thought to myself, wow. I don't do it that way. And because he was an asset guy, remember, there's two types of people in the marketplace. Asset and distribution. You got what is it? There's a, there's what we call investment advisor that just does investments. And then there's a person that does retirement income planning. Well, because of my background, the beginning, the first one I did, and I thought it was pretty easy because I really, you know what I do? I get a guy like you that's really smart and you take care of my clients because you, that's your job. And then I get a little piece, but you're doing exactly for a big company, big companies I work with. But when you're dealing with uh, income planning, John, it becomes a little bit more dicier. You have to know a little bit more. Again, I, I use the, the analogy with golf. You just can't hit the driver. You got to hit the pitch wedge. You got to do a good putt. There's a lot of other things that go along with this and how you hold your hands and you also have exterior components, the wind and, and the other issues that are around this. But you need to start to have a plan of being able to withstand all this, these un, unknowns, so to speak. Cause technology is like they're talking about right now. Self-driven cars. So the Ubers of the world in San Francisco are going by the wayside because now you have robo taxis yeah. happening now. I read it this morning. So these are things that are taking place. And I'll give you another one, John. That's what somebody I talked to, and I think John from Ocean City would say it. Now you have the technology. There's no more money. Yeah. You can't yeah. even use cash. Yeah. You have to, and it's all currency. Yeah. It's all these digital currency. We're using it 60, 70%. You, you, you use your credit card. And if you look at all the places, the, uh, the Home Depots of the world, you can't go, or the Walmart, you can't go in there. You have to go online and use your credit card because it won't take cash anymore. So it's, we're moving in that direction. 
believe it or not. More and more. Now, let me ask you a question. What happened in that job that was here that the person was paying Social Security and Medicare? What was that? Hap- what happened to that money? Yeah. So you're seeing this happen creeping in our lives and people are, you know, it's that old frog story. You, you throw him in a boiling, he jumps right out. But if you throw a frog in a cold water and put the gas on and let it boil, the frog dies. And that's, that's what's right. happened in our country. We are just sitting in, in this cold water. Now it's getting warmer. We're getting real comfortable. But it's it's killing us with inflation, taxes, uncertainty, technology changes, wars we haven't paid for. I mean, think about what's going on. So if we don't have someone that understands and well-read about the economics and the world situation that we're dealing with, then we we deserve to run out of money. We deserve to run out. And guess what's going to happen? I'm going to pay for it. That's Somebody's right. paying for these costs. And that's what's happening with the valuing of the dollar. So you want people to, to have as little debt as possible, no debt at all. Correct. If possible. If we can. Now, the other thing is, uh, and we've got a couple minutes sure. left. Uh, what about health and longevity in your family? Does that help? Well, good and bad. You know, you're hoping that your parents and my parents left me zero, by the way, or very little. But understand, longevity plays a harsh part. It costs more, and you have more uncertainties as you live longer. Yeah. People yeah. think this is limitless. It's good. I know it's good, but guess what? If you're in the 80s and 90s and yeah. you have never planned all of your money working that long, your standard of living will be cut. Who's going to pay for this? Healthcare has been going up dramatically. There's a concern. So I have to make sure when I'm sitting down with somebody, it's factored in some type of planning. How do we pay less taxes? How do we not have the volatility? How do we not lose money? How do we have an income for the rest of your life? Do you want to grow your assets? We'll show you how to do that. But on the meantime, do you want to have some stability in your life so you don't have to worry and enjoy your retirement as opposed to worrying about it every single time. So healthcare is a number one priority and when we finish clients and and they really appreciate what we do here. You know, my mother lived till she was 93. God willing. Huh? And her financial plan was me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but but the house was paid for. So Correct. that was good. Correct. You know, so she paid the taxes and I paid every other bill. So that was the financial plan. Right. Well, that that's what happened. But John, people today if they really if you go back and I'm using, for instance, Margate. And I use Margate because they just got, I think, the number one in the state. Yes. They won up 80% in five years, their real estate. 80%. Wow. I got a question for you. You think those people that live in those houses today could afford the house they are in the now no way. today? No way. No way. No way. So think about what I'm saying to you. They can't even afford their own house now because they won up. They think their house rich. This is the time to say to them, or they could consider, because it won up so much, why don't you do a reverse mortgage? Why don't you take some of that equity off the table yeah. and use it and enjoy yeah. your life while you're still able to right. versus leave it to someone that they'll have to pay a hefty tax on when they do the transfer. So that's another idea that we have with people all the time, or at least mention it with them. Guess what? We're out of time. Oh, oh I'm man. sorry to hear that. That is going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Don't forget, Joe Yakovich available during the week, 856 856- Seven five one one seven seven one eight five six seven five one one seven seven one, and of course his website jmlfinancialgroup.com, 
jmlfinancialgroup.com is the website. I'm John DeMassey. Thanks for listening to another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Thanks to Joe Yakovich for coming in and uh, educating us. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer, for doing his usual excellent job. And thanks to you, because without you, I, I always say it, we don't have a show. I'm John DeMassey. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Talk with a purpose, 9 to noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. You take care. The preceding program was paid for and presented by John DeMassey.